another episode of Weekly Games Chat. You gotta, you sound too much like another voice. You gotta do. I'm Chris. No, you gotta be Arthur. As always, joined to my left by my cowpoke John. Oh, because I said left. Yeah. And to my right, an annoying, correcting fool who's gonna get slapped in the mouth if you keep it up. Did you do that? No, we don't do that in this game. Did you that's, do that? That's a different yes. one. That's amazing. That yeah. feels good. Because yeah. your cheeks weren't. I wet moving. my lips really good. Anyways, uh, <laughs> just <hold> up. <laughs> it's gonna be up in a minute. <laughs> I should probably say your name. Oh, oh, it's Sean. Hey, how you doing? How's it going? It's going pr- pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it's doing pretty good, man. I'm refreshed because uh, <laughs> I've been off for five days. Yeah, I'm actually. Um, if you listened last week, uh, John, I believe it was you. I don't think I did. You said, you know. God help us, because Chris will not be seen for five days. Mm-hmm. Uh, the launch of Red Dead was coming out. Chris had t- taken time off work. He, you didn't see him on social media. A little bit, not too much. Yeah, and and when I walked in today, the house um, smelled fresh. He looked clean. <laughs> I was like, I set an alarm for three. I was like, okay, get your sh- <laughs> get it together. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I didn't. I did go out a little bit. Yeah, I went to uh, high school football. Dominoes and uh, no, no dominoes. Actually, I worried Papa John. Chipotle. And then yeah, I did get that one night. Uh, and then I went out for a beer on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, you're a lost boy on Saturday because normally. Where did you get your beer? I went down to Jarfly. <clears throat> oh yeah, that new place. No. You're supposed to say the saloon, Chris. That's yeah, not a saloon. <laughs> but for the theme, Chris, I can't do that. You should have said if the, I gone the saloon. C- the saloon called Jarflies. I would. I would maybe go with CBC if I'd gone there. I'd be like, I went to the saloon because that's a saloon. <laughs> He's supposed to transform this podcast into Red Dead. It's because I decided to play, and he got out of character. Mm-hmm. You do it from now on. Uh, I don't want to do it. Um, but yeah, characters. <laughs> Besides that, uh, yeah, I really only did one other thing this whole weekend. Oh, I watched the Redskins <laughs> Sunday because they were on TV. I watched the Red Sox. Beat the Dodgers in the World Series. I did watch that too. I watched the final two how you, innings. How you doing, John? It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's uh, it, it, mm. there's a kindred spirit between Red Sox and Brooklyn Dodgers history. Of, you yeah, know, yeah, because 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 yeah. both teams just hate the New York Yankees with yeah. a passion. I think that's all and so, teams, and so that's fun. But there's a there's a there's a specific animosity with those teams that we proudly. We proudly put the hatred on our shoulders and, uh, that's nah, not fair. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, <laughs> yeah, saw, that was, I saw a joke earlier where someone taken uh clay Kershaw's face and fused it into the sad Michael Jordan. Oh yeah. The, the classic cry. Yeah. Face. Yeah. Cry. Are face. you, are you thinking uh, a little yeah, baseball talk? Poor Kershaw with $33 million a year. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. 20 something <laughs> home runs as he pitches in the postseason. You know that people hit off of him, but not you, that many. Do you? It Maybe is a couple. It's over twenty in his career in the postseason. People have hit home runs off of him. Oh, yeah. career! I, you said postseason is in like this current pro. Yeah. If I said that, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but do you think he's gonna stay and hang around? You need to back up, friend. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, his. I think his contract is saying that he might can opt out, John. Ooh, kind of like you, LeBron did. When you stay at a when you stay on a team for that long, what is he? He's thirty now. I think he's 33. No, he's 30. Uh, I think he's going to stay if he can. Mm. 
I, mean, I think anybody would. I think anybody would love to start and retire on the same team. It's back to back, like deep runs in the playoffs, World Series. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got a good thing going. I don't, yeah. I just think you won three Cy Young Awards on that team. Was it two? Maybe it was two. Yeah. <clears throat> He's, uh, I mean, I guess he'll probably do whatever gets him the most money, right? 32 million. <clears throat> I don't, you know, like running backs in the NFL when they hit in the thirties, mm-hmm. that's like it, right? They're done. They start becoming different players. Mm-hmm. I don't know what pitchers do when they hit thirty. I don't know if they keep going. Not everybody's a Nolan Ryan. Everyone's different, right? Because uh, what? what was his face? <laughs> what Chris? What was t- the guy? He he was on Texas and like he was always uh, all right, and then he hit like thirty two, and for the next three years he was just great. He got traded to Philly. Um, they won the World Series with um with Roy Holiday and Ryan Howard and all those guys. I can't remember his name now. Hamels? It wasn't Cole Hamels, but Cole Hamels wasn't. He kind of starts off slow and got good too. Um, uh, Cliff Johnson? I can't remember his name, but like you know, it does happen in baseball, like where some players Went like to the Phillies, Chris. Yeah, Spooky yeah. Turner. I can't remember. We gotta remember. I can't remember his name. Because this is going to generate somebody listening going, Come how on! Did, how did I know it was... Um, <laughs> Hold on. I can look at stats. I don't, I don't think you can look at stats. Yeah. I think you need to to, to Google who got traded from the um, <laughs> Rangers to Phillies and was better after 30. Let's go back to like... <laughs> Y'all think I'm kidding, but when you Google that specific, it always gives you the answer. Hold on. We'll look at... And dead air. I can't. It's just baseball guys. Cliff Nobody Lee. Cares. That's what I'm Cliff Lee. Cliff that's Lee. the guy. I'm sorry. That's yeah, the he guy. He found the guy. That's right. He went to like Cleveland. He went to, I thought he went from Texas at one point. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. He was on Texas, but he was, with Philly and then he first. went to Philly for one year. And then, yeah, look, like, no, he no, has, you got it backwards. He was at Cleveland first, then the oh, Philly, okay. then the Texas, then back to Philly, Chris. See, yeah. seasons going year. Oh, okay. That, I, that I guy's weird. Backwards. But like, that uh, guy's weird. You see here, like before, his highest was 18. All of a sudden, he had this like 22 win season, right? Yeah. And this is like pretty deep in his career, or you know, at least towards the back half of it. So uh, I don't know. It does Clearly. happen. It's rarity. It, most are not Roger Clemens, though. But he had well, some uh, steroids. Yeah, he had help. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> well, Kershaw is the best pitcher in the league. I mean, mm. just the hand, just hand. I mean, that's hardly debated. I mean, he's widely considered the best pitcher I, in the league. I, that is a don't, who are you going to counter with? If you're going to, you want to be Mr. Counter guy. The guy can go, but, but my point is the guy can go in, he can, if he wants to stay, he's going to stay. He can go anywhere he wants. Right. He's legit. Nobody's going to turn I him I like around. your point. I will look at the stats just to make sure. Why do you got to have stats? The name Kershaw comes right up. You going to go Scherzer? You going to say John Lasta? You could say Jacob DeGrom. Mm, Scherzer, Scherzer has been. On point for long. Yeah, Verlander I've always been a big fan of. But he's, he's Verlander won me a few uh fantasy baseball titles. He's dipped down a little bit. Yeah, well he's old now. And he's also got him a, a pretty hot little supermodel wife. Yeah, he does. Just saying. Do you oh. not know who that is? Look at Blake. Blake's I've heard now. things. I've heard things. I've heard things. He's looking like a little kid. But uh the the guy the Bueller. 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 Po- uh pitched game three, uh which I I feel sorry for anybody who didn't stay up till 3 a.m. not to watch that game. That was one of the best World Series games I've ever seen. And it's not just because the Dodgers actually won that one. I will never forget yeah, that game. But Bueller, mm-hmm. Bueller was phenomenal pitching in that game. And mm-hmm. it was really funny 
it was, it was a really amazing moment. He's you show him it shows him walking off the mound with the camera behind him, and off to the left, Sandy Koufax stands up and just applauds him, gives mm-hmm. him a standing ovation. Koufax. And we all know Sandy Koufax is the greatest pitcher who ever in Dodger lived. history. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who ever Dodger lived. history? Yeah. Oh. Ever Dodger lived? Yeah. Do you think? Um, by the way, Oral that's who Hershiser, I, was I was wondering where he was. The old bulldog. That's who I would. Isn't as good him. as Koufax. Is Koufax only good to you because of you didn't really see him play? The legends. I've know. seen him play. Oh, you weren't alive when he played. Kim Burns, <laughs> baseball. Kim Burns baseball documentary made it happen. What was it? Uh, three Cy Young Awards, four triple cl- triple crowns, and oh, twice was triple named. Clowns. Twice was named uh, in, Super Bowl uh, MVP. most valuable player, <laughs> and he retired before he was thirty five because he said, "You know what? I want to have use of my arm when I'm in when I'm in my sixties and seventies. I don't think that's why. The best pitcher. That's exactly ever. what he said. <laughs> the real question, though, John, is not about Kershaw. It's not about any of that other mess. Cliff Lee's of the world. It's about why do you have a water? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that. So, Aiden, uh, Aiden has been on this. Uh, we've had, we he's not been on it. We put him on. Last time he was at the doctor, he had high cholesterol. He's thirteen years old. So we gotta we gotta tighten that up. How's that even possible? He probably me <laughs> fed him a lot of crap. Yeah. Um, so recently we took him back for his follow up. We'd been, we'd been having him on a, there's nothing more entertaining than forcing a 13 year old to eat healthy. That's true. Temper tantrums and whininess and just constant, constant battles to where you almost want to get to the point where you're like, you just shove a pizza down his throat so he will shut up. And so but anyway, it, it's pizza? like the hardest thing too, because it's not like someone who, like a young kid who was just born with something. Yes. And therefore you, from a very young age, kind of make them accept this yes. is the way life is. Yep. Like you're diabetic exactly. and you're going to have to deal with that all of your life. And so today, uh, my wife, your, your wife, wife Asked me to leave work early, mm-hmm. go pick Aiden up, take my phone, go downtown, right where Chris's parents live, oh. and do a Pokemon Go raid. Cool. For a legendary rare Pokemon. Oh, and it was... I wish my dad had come out I don't know what it was. Porch. It looked freaky, but uh, he got he caught it. So apparently when you, you battle the Pokemon and then you have to try to catch it. And you, it's like a hit or miss. No, seriously. I mean, with this one, you just, you either catch it or you don't. Some people get lucky. Some people don't. Right. They give you, they give you a roll. They give you a white ball, pokeball, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have any special abilities or powers. You just have what you have. Exactly. Exactly. Net neutrality. It's uh, Switzerland for sure. So anyway, back to the point Mm -hmm. of your water. Aiden, I was told that we needed to feed Aiden before we take him to Treadstone, which is the rock climbing place. And Amber. so he said, I said, so I said, so you got to get something healthy. And he looks at me and goes, how about a fish sandwich from Burger King? I'm like, that's fried. Anyway. And said, terrible. He doesn't quite understand how it works. I said, uh, I like said, fish. look, if you want the fish sandwich, you need to text your mom. And so she says, yeah, you can have the fish sandwich. Just get something healthy as a side. And From so Burger we, King. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. Side salad. So I'm thinking, oh, some apples or something like that. Burger King ain't got jack. They got jack? It's pathetic. 
Anyway, we pull up to the drive-thru. I don't know this yet. And I'm like, what do you got as a side? We got salad. I'm like, okay, fine. He goes, what about just two fish sandwiches? I'm like, that's twice the fried food. He he like you said, he yeah. doesn't understand. He's like, it. it's fish. He's like, it's fish, exactly. Yeah. And so. Remind me, hence if the water. he ever becomes a doctor, I'm not going to him. Yeah. Wait, you got that water from Burger King of all places? Yeah, I got, it's like, I'll just have a water, thinking that they would just put ice and water in a cup, but no, no. they charged me for a bottled water. Uh. See, the, the pretext to all this is John usually has, um, Three liters of uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah, three li- three GD liters of cola. If he's got a topic, we have to hook him up to an IV first. Yeah. Otherwise, he may pass out. <laughs> and uh, he's in this. It's got like a big titanium steel looking cup, and he's just guzzling. Yeah, my liver's a pickle. And today he just has a <laughs> so water. <is> mine <laughs> for a different reason. Oh wait, yeah, alcohol, Chris. Yeah, because yeah. you drink. <laughs> <laughs> the audience is fully aware. <laughs> yeah, the drunk show. It's a, it's a show of legends. I, I don't know if you know this. I'm I'm debating whenever I record the. Uh, the music episode, right? Cause you know, it's just putting together clips, right? Don't be drunk at Christmas. I'm so gonna, like, I'm gonna start out With and I'm gonna dog? put, I'm gonna record a blurb, drink about two beers, come back, record another blurb. You're gonna forget to record the second blurb. <laughs> but you see, the thing is, is that I can just do it again the next day. You'll be hungover. And then before you know it, there'll be a blurbless uh, Christmas special. Don't worry. Oh, I'm, you're a, I'm a veteran. You're, you get hungover. There's no such thing as the rookie, uh, you know, hangover syndrome anymore. <laughs> We I'm not, I'm not like, you know, this isn't game 30 for my rookie year in the NBA. Okay. <laughs> I am, I'm LeBron. <laughs> oh, but fun fact. Ooh. We don't talk about Pokemon Go that much. Uh, we haven't in a while. Yeah. Which we don't, you know, because quite frankly, no disrespect. Don't I don't talk care. About mobile games really. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we just, we're, we're just, don't, we're not that into it, but I went down there, dude. There's still yeah. a ton of people. There's still a ton of people yeah, that care about away. this game. It's like phenomenal. This is I the- saw Jeff Schultz down there. This is the whole thing about the, um, you know how there's more people than just us in the world, and that's why things that stay big stay big, and mm-hmm. when we move on. Yeah. Um, the Pokemon Go dude, every they's getting updates, and everybody still plays it, and they mm-hmm. still do it. It's just not a mainstream news thing. It's not hitting our radar, our blurb. Well, we don't think of it in terms of gaming, right? Like, whereas yeah. the majority of these people are probably doing it, they they don't think of themselves. As gamers. As gamers, it's just casual, yeah. casual it, fun. It's, mm-hmm. it's a thing they have on their phone, and it it's fun for them to do. So they invest yeah. time, and then they put it down, they come back and do it again, dude. Um, but that's that's why everything Pokemon that is released on Nintendo is going to sell a gajillion units. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> potentially. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, anything is possible. I am interested to see how that does. I don't, I don't that's know. good, Sean. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I want I want more. <laughs> I want you to be my alarm clock. What? That means you gotta nudge me in the morning. The, what? What? Whoa, what? Whoa, 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 whoa! With my Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Redskins won. Yeah, they did. We're five and two. Yeah, we're in control of our destiny. That's what they say. Yeah, that's because you're in a division with the Cowboys. <laughs> and thankfully, the Giants. <laughs> well, Kirby Smart in the first half of the game on Saturday put fake Georgia Bulldogs into the game, and then in the second half. He put in the real Georgia Bulldogs. See what happened was that was a weird game. Is well, it's always went it always is going to go, dude. Yeah, against Florida, it's it's one of those kind of games, right? Kirby went in there and he did what they call a chewed out their a holes. Yeah, during the half, and he went, "You better go out there and make them, you know, quit." He's like, "I am not if we lose losing to Florida, to Florida <laughs> this year after you 
But Florida looked me with LSU. Florida, Florida looked they looked okay. I mean, they they're they're definitely coming around as far as the program goes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you told anyone that team how they looked last year, yeah. that the only thing significant you're going to get was Dan Mullen. And you're likely going to finish the year with only two losses, right? Unless they just blow one here and down the stretch. I'm ecstatic if I'm Dan Mullen. I don't know how yeah. you could not be ecstatic because it's like he's sitting there thinking, I don't even have my quarterback yet. And anyone who knows Dan Mullen, he's gonna I know he, good guy. He has, <laughs> he's consistently shown an ability to whoever he recruits, even if they're not considered a top prospect, uh, at quarterback in the, in the United States. He finds people that um that he knows how to coach up and make work for his scheme. Because yeah. like you see this year, you know, Nitz uh Nick Fitzgerald, is that his name? I'm so proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh you did it. He you know, he's had a good year, but he's had some struggles and he doesn't look anything like, like a quarterback he when he But was he also he's he's been injured. There there could be an asterisk to that. Sure, sure. It could be a it could be what it is. But look, yeah. Who would have thought uh, Florida loses McIlwain as their coach They're in back-to-back SEC championship games. Sure. You know, then your coach is gone, and then you're like, okay, well, how long is it going to take? And Mullen's coming in there, and he's got the state of Florida to recruit in. I mean, he made Mississippi State competitive yeah. for the most part in the SEC West. And the way Florida State looks right now, <laughs> is anyone going there right now? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You're right. Well, I mean, and then there's Miami. The best Miami, team. Well, Miami's got the South Dude, Park Central too. Florida. It's probably in all the recruits in Florida. Pretty much. UCF. That's funny. But. UCF. Uh, I visited that campus one time in college. Yeah. UCF? Mm-hmm. Beautiful yeah, campus. Yeah, it's like in Orlando. They're, right? yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, they're frat houses. Yeah. They're all made of marble. Ooh. And they got these marble Greek columns. They're crazy. So they're rich. I guess. Hmm. I, guess. I wonder if it's like that. Beautiful campus. A, beautiful school. I wonder if it's like that Vanderbilt. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. There's just a bunch of Vanderbilt. Like, Anderson Cooper just walks around there. Mansion. But like <laughs> I own miniature Vanderbilt houses. Yes. <laughs> Mini Biltmores. Yeah. Uh, but uh I don't know. I feel like I had something else to say earlier. I saw Halloween. I didn't. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How'd that go? Out. Thanks for the very text. Good. I did it a very good. I uh, watched that. Thanks for inviting me. Uh when my wife wants to go <clears throat> will go to a movie with me. You can still take Sean. Nope. No, what? It's too special, man. She never, it's not personal. She never doing? goes to the movie with me. Oh, well, thank you for, uh, neither does my wife. Your wife. Oh, wait. It's good. It works. By the way, I don't know what kind of cookout you had, but I was hurt. Cause, what cause we heard know, you had, you had some kind of bonfire and things and you did. And it said family, family and friends. No, and I, was, I wasn't I was there. Like, no, that was not, I was not there. Well, you know, I'm a little hurt by Clarissa then. <laughs> yeah. She went to see her friend. And oh, it was okay. their it was their thing. I, I stayed I stayed home. To well, play. I should have still been invited. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> just just angry tech. No, you stayed home to play what? <laughs> what were you playing, John? Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah, I saw him on there. Playing. Sean, you know what? I I'm, I apologize. Apologize. Do you do, you do a late? No, or, we we said we'd go see Halloween. I I to, completely forgot about that. That's that's, that's honestly that fine. is my bad. It's fine. I shouldn't have done that. Well, what I'll do the is not invite heck you to lunch with my wife. Oh, what? 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 Well, you do that anyways. I know. That's why I did it. See for the thing, and if you came you through. Invite, will you High invite five. me? You came through. Will you invite me and not invite him? I don't. And know. then we can like. Be, I don't know. I can't. I can't. What's a place John loves that we can go to together? Crystal. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> like oh me. yeah, well me and Chris we just went to Crystal. We didn't think you'd want to go because 
No, 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 no. Even better. I came out me, of retirement to go, but I didn't think you'd want to go. Me, you, Slade, right. and Mike D. I'll go to right. Crystal. All of that, all of that deserved. No, we wouldn't do that. And I'm not, I'm not really mad at you for going or anything like that. It's cool. I actually completely, and any, anyone with a wife understands the, wow. this is real, John. This is, don't put your head down, big boy. Put, <laughs> it, things, for some reason, when Clarissa goes, my wife, when Clarissa goes to the movies, hot, hot. that's the, the theater seats hurt her. I mean, they're just for for some reason it, it's painful it's for her so to sit petite. in the seats. But we got the recliner seats, so like ah. that's I, those are nice. I they managed nice. I managed to get her to go with me by spending so, the thirty extra dollars ticket are, to get recliner be seats. Hilarious if I went to one of those, <clears> but the seat all the way down and like whistled and penny ran in just like jumped up and yeah. just like look at me i'm like what yeah this is, this is what i do this it's, is I my still, thing this is premium i still want to check out venom at some i haven't point. seen it either i haven't seen it yeah no, I still I seen um it. let's i haven't heard great things about the movie the halloween movie oh, oh really no I, I i the reviews i don't think have come out great oh like, yes they have they have yeah it's like at an 80 percent. well when i checked it i don't know it wasn't good so I, so I kind of dismissed it, um, and I was speaking of things not coming. Plus, it made seventy oh, million. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bohemian, Bohemian, eighty yeah, percent. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Then plus I'm it, in. Plus, hey, it made six point eight out of ten. Not bad. It's, uh, it's made seventy million in the first weekend. Yeah, and well, then, then thirty-two million over. Yeah, the last that's not seven hundred twenty-five hey, million. Hey, but every, we'll get to that. <laughs> everything I just said right now. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, let's just go ahead and dismiss that. All right, no, we'll just put no, this no. in your mouth. <laughs> There was for about a, for about an hour of the movie, I was like, "This is like a remake of the first one," and then it did it. Hey, speaking of it things, did the thing. Then it went there. <clears throat> John, you want to see that movie with me? <laughs> I hear it's pretty good. Um, was that by the director of that other movie? I can't. Yes. Twelve years of he, no, oh, that's no. not him. No, he's got something else. He's got kind of. He's got that uh, one with um, Liam Neeson and. Um, this is great. I love when I do this to you guys. I can't remember. I is almost it, called is it Overlord? Or is that it? What? No, that's that the J.J. Abrams thing. J.J. Abrams has no movie? I don't think he directed it, but no, Overlord, it. Overlord, I am so in. It's like, it's like a World War II Call of Duty zombies mode. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he produced Dude, this. This game, the, I'm oh. sorry. This movie, I am in. Well, I don't, mm. I don't know any of the people in it, so that means I might like it. Apparently, night school. I, do you guys get to that point when, when there's somebody you recognize in a movie that is playing a role that they don't really fit in? They just stick sure. out. They just yeah, stick there, out. there are certain things that people probably shouldn't do. Yeah, yeah, like Daniel Day Lewis for Lincoln. What? Complete. He was perfect. <laughs> he was perfect. The um, the pilot. <clears throat> I rewatched John Kirk. That ends up. Oh, Tom Hardy. He fit that role perfect. Yeah, he did. Great role. I still even seen even that. you know what I have to say even. Harry Styles in that movie. Right? Fit his role. Which Harry if Styles you told me that. Right? And you know the best part was. Uh, Isn't Chris, he a singer? Yeah. yeah part the of best group, part was. a little group called One Direction. It's no biggie. The best part. Christopher Nolan, when he cast him, had no idea who he was. He just simply was casting a guy for a role. And then like after he got done, someone's like, you realize who that is? And he's like, who? And he's like, it's dude from They pull One up Direction. YouTube. All the highlights. Like, What's One Direction? I don't yeah. know who that is. It's a boy band. It's a boy band. This yeah. is terrible. So we're all going to see the Grinch together. Uh, <laughs> it's good. I'll see. It. I have to take my daughter. I'm so. sure. Yeah, you do. That's right. I keep so, forgetting yeah. children. Yeah. I but saw, you, I saw there was a commercial with J.R. Smith for the Grinch, and I was like, "Why does J.R. Smith have a commercial with the Grinch?" Dude, why is Venom um 
What's the audience score? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure it's 87. Wow. See, yeah. See, that's the thing. That's the the thing. Uh, Tony, Tony of, uh, Tony from Geek Versus Uh loved, I mean, he, I wouldn't say loved it, but he was like, it's, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah. BK was like, he was like, this, this is, he, he said something on Facebook. It's like, you guys expect way too much from, from, dude, the Connors. We're bringing up things that I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes right now. Um, people listening with your little earbuds right now. The Connors, the Connors have a yeah, amazing, uh, Without tomato Roseanne. meter. Yeah. Um, however, the audience does not like it. That's a shocker. <laughs> it's almost like there's a divisive thing that's created. Something from happened probably. Maybe, 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 maybe <laughs> people aren't being fair yeah. or maybe actually mm. watched it and are expressing outrage on the decision that was made. Oh. I don't know. Uh, that doesn't surprise me that it's good though, because I mean, Roseanne was always good. So yeah, I, but I thought she was heavy in the, uh, show writing she, and stuff. Uh, the early part, but I think last year it was kind of a collective yeah. thing. You know, it was more like, Hey, do you like money? Oh, <laughs> come back to TV. So it's, it's Halloween. Yeah. Tomorrow. So, or well today. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about Halloween, the movie. Um, but have any of you guys watched The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix? I, it's I on not. my list, but I am, I've I, heard it. I've heard it's amazing. Not scary in the sense I've heard of it's scary. Not in the sense of I've like, I've heard it's scary. Ah, boo. And you go, ah, <laughs> not that kind of scary, but more like just creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth sense weirdness, yeah. scariness. I'm always looking for the next, um, thing. It's going to be Dude, What's that show? Jeez. You got to watch Ozark. Oh yeah, you it's gotta on, watch yeah, Ozark. It's on my list too. No, screw that. You need to watch freaking Game of Thrones. Wait, wait, wait. That's yeah. still on the list. Yeah, bruh, bruh. Do you even know? You got Cersei? a, you got a, you got a laptop. <laughs> Have you even put some seen? earbuds on and sit in the in the Can room and watch it? I mean, yeah. You don't need to be on the download the HBO Go app. I'll give you my login info and freaking watch it on your phone when you need to. Okay. That's what but you got to do. It. It's so worth it. We're going to give it to you. It's worth <laughs> it. <laughs> I or just watch it whenever Aiden's with his dad. Yeah. There you go. That's all I got to do. So um, with that pivot time, pivot time. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's pivot to the, let's mosey on over to the topic. To the, to the biggest I'm game so of the sorry. year. I'm going to leave on that. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is Red Dead Redemption 2. Bacon bits floating in ice water. Nasty. There you go. All right, first of all, that's, that's a bacon. That's a bacon bit. It's not even real bacon. Bits if, of bacon. If you put bacon in water and then pull it right out and then drink the water, it's phenomenal. Whoops. Yeah, that was my bad. I like, I had to. Did you do one on the mic? Yeah, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. You stupid son of a. That's what we call a habit. Yeah. That's a, that's a bad part. (laughs) He started scratching his beard. Well, that's a bad part. Like sitting here for five days. I'm just like, I'm also crack. Yeah, it's just like, are you not out of juice yet? I'm almost out. Where do you get your juice from? Uh, there's a A local stop. Yeah. Yeah. I used to order online, but that's just just suspect, man. No, no. Um, it's affordable. What is? I'm not hearing myself. I can't hear myself when I'm with you. Is that better? I still really can't. You're hear like myself. coming. You're not. Look, your mic's messed up because. 
Hold on, maybe um, this will help. That's so funny. <laughs> God, that's so... John adjusted Chris's windscreen for once. You're on right there. Check. You're just coming in, you know, not so hot, man. Did you... <laughs> did you check your, your audio, man? You know, sometimes... Just great. This is great. <laughs> just great radio. I love it. Um, cause we've been looking for this episode. It's been on the calendar. Been uh, on my calendar since the day it came out, which was, uh, I don't know if you know, Sean, five months before Assassin's Creed 2, or I'm sorry, Ozzy ever announced. You mean the it's, announcement? Uh, ever announced yeah. it existed, let alone, let alone its do release date. You, do you know, um, that you created a secret war between you and Josh? John. Not Josh. And I, and I had no idea. <laughs> He's like, who's this Josh and what's this war? Secret war. Because you went back and you had to prove that you were right. So now it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be the war of many, many years. It's going to continue. John says things and I never knew why we were at war, <laughs> but you, you told me it was a war in northern aggression on that, <laughs> on that um, burner phone that you got. But think about where we're at now, right? Chris, John, yeah, we're at a point now. Where just the other day at a, um, I was at my house and, <laughs> and in my hand, actually, cause I was stacking them together. Can we not talk about this? Spider-Man. Oh. Call of Duty, yep. Black Ops 4. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying these, these games we were looking for and yeah. then, and then Red Dead are, we're, they're playable. They're in our hands. Mm-hmm. These yeah. are three really big titles that yeah. in the beginning really, of the year. Really only two left after this. What do you, what are you calling the next two? Uh, Fallout and, um, yeah. and Smash. Smash Bros. Yeah. I mean, people Smash love Bros. Smash Bros. So. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They also love the fallouts. They do. They do. Except for me, but yeah. yeah. So, um, let's dive into this prequel. All right. Peaks, <laughs> peaks and valleys, man. Just like a concert. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, the hit sequel or most anticipated sequel to, uh, the kind of biggest surprise hit, I think in Rockstar's history. Um, 10 years. Since we got, or no, I'm sorry, eight years since we got the first one. And the question everyone wants to know, did it live up to the reputation of the first one, I think? And we'll just get that one out of the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> did you want to go ahead and Richard it? Uh, ten. Um, ten. Ten. Yeah. I'll go ahead and yeah, we'll just 10. go ahead and say it's a not ten. Even, let's not even. No, just, no, no, no. We'll, we'll just say it's an eleven. Um, about eleven out We're going to stretch out the ten scale and at least be a thirteen out of ten. I was telling we me and Brad. That uh, one is that one hurts. Uh I know. Spider what? That that length of a ritual has gotta who? be it's like, like tickling, was, uh, tickling that God the of War's still in the conversation. Uh, it's, it's not. It is. Well, we know what we'll see, because God yeah. of War, I've seen the end. Well, God of War is a linear game. <laughs> Why do you bring the word linear into this? <laughs> there is a you know, surprisingly surprisingly, Red Dead actually starts out linear yes it does um, the first what? couple hours are very linear what? um and, and it's by design yeah uh because it gives you the basic setup <laughs> of where these people are so for those who are unfamiliar this game takes place in 1899 which is about 12 years before the events of the first game you're playing as arthur morgan who's kind of the Right hand land, uh, right hand man to Dutch Vanderlyn, who, of course, from the first game we know, headed up the Vanderlyn gang, which and, uh, John Marston was a part of and then left and kind of Red Dead for those who are unfamiliar. Spoilers. Red, Red Dead is the story of John Marston being charged by the government to hunt down those people who still remain, uh, to basically get his freedom. Cause in this setting, 
um, the gangs is 1899, like, like Chris said, and the gangs, they're pretty much, they're, they're being hunted by the government because the wild west isn't so wild anymore. The, the taming, the taming of, you know, of the wild stuff, civilizations taking the wild over. Stuff. Where are the wild stuff? Um, and they're kind of like one of the last of the few things. So. <laughs> Last of the few things. Yeah. I can't wait to I know, go back I know, and listen to I know. this. I'm looking at, I'm trying to be as, as like that as possible, John, because his <laughs> face, he's just turning red. He's trying to hold it in. Last, last of, of the few things. things. Yeah. They're the last of the game. I hope there's a point when I get confronted by Pinkerton's late in this game where you're like, you know, you're the last of the few things, right? <laughs> you will lose all of your S. You know that, right? <laughs> Look, it's a Mohican. God. What? The, the last, last of Mohican. Mohican. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so it's cool to know that perspective where if you already Daniel played, Day Lewis. if you, if you played, <laughs> if you, <laughs> when you, when you played Red Dead, it was like already, it was done. Like you, you were, you, it's cool to see now this side of the story is where I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, the first game to me, I think is very much a take on Unforgiven, right? It's about a, a solo man. Kind of who was part of a lifestyle that was bad and he knows it was bad, right? And the question being, can he redeem himself and live a good normal life? Like, can he fit in that society? That's what Red Dead is about the first one. And that's not what this game is about at all. This game is about kind of the idea of, you know, something we kind of forget, but it always still seems to be prevalent to some extent in politics in America, but it's about that period that we don't think about where there was this, this period, especially after the civil war, but it started beforehand going out West where you had these people who were the idea that they didn't care about what the government said. They didn't care about the rules of the East and what society said. Right, right. It was, we're going to go out here and we're going to live off the land. We're going to do what we need to if we, you know, if we have a problem with someone, we're going to deal with it. Yeah. And if it means that that person has to eventually die, then they got to die. Yeah, they, they got to go. die. You know, yeah. it's that, that idea. And that's kind of what like Dutch Vanderlyn's whole entire thing is going into this game. You kind of get it very quickly and you could see why it's very alluring to these people because he, he rewards those who are loyal to him. He protects them. He doesn't like extort them in a, in a mean or evil way. And they, and they seem to be able to kind of go as they please and yes. come back as they please, which was, I, I guess my idea of, of Dutch. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't, everybody knows I didn't finish Red Dead one. Chris said I was very close to getting to a point that if I would have kept playing, yeah, I would've... You, you dropped off where I think like was the of... biggest pitfall of that game, which is Mexico. <laughs> like most people, they quit on that game is Mexico. But, uh, the pers- I've seen uh, online stuff. I read Wikipedia. I've watched a couple of YouTube videos on Red Dead One, and the the way that Dutch is per per portrayed. Yes, twelve a, years later, it's a little different. Yeah, than this Dutch, and but I, and you almost find yourself kind of respecting Dutch and understanding where they're coming from in a way. Yeah, at this point, you could tell he hasn't completely lost it and is yeah. just trying to do everything to hold on. He's getting to there yeah. as it's becoming more apparent and, and harder and harder for him. But like the, yeah, in the original game, like when he finally shows up, he's gotten to the point where he's like kind of taking, he, he's fallen in with native Americans because they're the one group that he can kind of still speak to, like where he can go like, look, you're on these reservations and the government is completely does not care about you and has taken everything from you. 
join me and we can rebel against this and find the land that we call ours, which is kind of what he's doing in this game. But he's, you know, speaking to people that he has had years of investment to versus where he is in that game. And, and I will say in, in Red Dead in the original <clears> one, <throat> he was much quicker to want to just take a life and, and <clears throat> kill whoever was in his way, including John Marston. Like he tries to take him out like three times in that game, I think. So God, all the spoilers. Jeez. Well, um, well, you had you had eight years. Well, here's the thing too. <laughs> um, it's you, you're you as a character playing as Arthur. I I felt I feel more of a connection with <clears throat> Arthur than I did ever with John Marston in the first game. Sure. Early on, the way he talks, his voice acting, his charisma, everything about him is very. I almost want to say likable. Even though you know he's kind of a bad, he's in a, a gang, if you will. Yeah, he's not a good guy. Yeah, he's not, but he's got, he's got like a code he references a lot. Mm-hmm. They reference a code. Um, but Dutch, in, in this one, he, he's, he like gives you power. He's like, Hey, do what you want to do. Um, early on, there's a thing he's like, Hey, do you want to take lead or do you want to not? And that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Cause yeah. you don't, I, I didn't expect that kind of direction from the Dutch that you saw from the first Red Dead. Yeah, those are kind of slight. Um, it, it's not like anything that affects the story. No, or not at all. It's, it's more of like just how do you want to approach this? Would you rather someone go in front or do you want to lead the show? Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, you always led, right? Sometimes it did. Sometimes it didn't. It just depends what the situation was. <laughs> so are they, um, like you said, the first Red Dead, um, mm-hmm really focused on the concept of the West is fading away. Yeah. It's does gone. This it's one, dead, does right? this pretty one, much does gone. this one lean into this even because it's a prequel? I mean, are you, are they leaning into the same hook or the same historical significance? Basically guys, what you doing in here? Well, really here. Why a prequel? Tell me why a prequel? Because it, one, these are really interesting characters <clears throat> worth exploring. Uh, they're, yeah. There are four people from the original game that reappear. Or no, wait, I guess it's a few more. Basically from the original game back on this one are Bill, uh, Dutch, <clears throat> Uncle, who I always forget. How do you I'm, forget that beard? But you know, like, <laughs> it's just like so <laughs> weird too, because like I really liked Uncle in Red Dead. And then like as soon as I've been dealing with him in this game, I'm like, ah, I want to punch you so yeah, bad. He's so annoying. <laughs> Cause he's just like the, the old hoot who's just drunk at camp all the time. Um, then, uh, Abigail and, and Jack, right. You know, John's wife and, and his son. Yeah, I think and John. Yeah. And John. Yeah. I thought John's I, I thought not a spoiler. John. Obviously because yeah, I knew he was everybody yeah. that was announced. That was a huge thing. So, and they're like, what are you? How so is basically, he? What, what, why is he? But basically, you know, going into this, like, okay, so there's six people that I could probably say, or I know definitively will survive the events of this game, right? Everyone else, I have no idea what's going to happen to them. See, John, because they were in the original Red Dead. Yeah. But I think it, it, it's Which more... Is a sequel to this one. Yes. Like I said, whereas the first game is very much a solo, like, here's a man looking for redemption, the, the tone of this game is more of like, I think it gets to what was all about that cowboy way of life, even though, like, we're seeing the downfall of it, right? Um... It's that idea of like being in a camp of people and you're taking care of each other yes. and you know, you're providing for one another. And if someone, if someone does wrong to one person in the cramp, in the camp, they've done wrong to everyone and everyone will come to their aid regardless of the fact that like a family, they fight, they have different viewpoints. Like Arthur, 
Arthur is about the most cynical guy in this crew. And there are certain people you can tell because he's had relationships with them for so long that he just hates dealing with them. Uh, I mean, like he, he has no trust in them as far as going into an event or, you know, mission, whatever versus others who you could tell he's like quickly like, Hey, I respect what he does. Like even if he doesn't talk much, he, he knows what to do or even does it right. Or even new guys that are newer to the group. Yeah. Yeah. He does not like Micah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, but it's fun to hear him kind of interact with, uh, you know, with everybody. And, and to be honest, you know, John's our main character from the, from the first Red Dead and Arthur early on, at least he ain't a big hmm. fan of old John Marsden. I'll no, tell you that much. Ain't. No, he ain't. So um, that's a nice little dynamic that's added. You, Chris is, you're a lot farther than me. Yeah. Farther uh, than me. So further, farther, farther, farther. Um, how'd they say it back then? Murder. Yeah. <laughs> further. And that way you could be like, yeah, that's what I said. Um, so yeah, how, I, I'm, from what I've gathered, there are six chapters, mm-hmm. so to speak, in the game. The first one's pretty short because it's just the opening uh, period. When Which you're is on pretty the awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Afterwards, like, to get from chapter two to chapter three took a while, and I, I finished chapter three last night. Dope. And, yeah, that has one of the best, like, just images I've seen in a video game, like, in the fact that... Like to the fact that it was just me playing the game and it looked that good, like the image of it. Mm. It wasn't, I wasn't in cinematic mode or it wasn't in cutscene at that point. I was just riding up to it. So I was like, <clears throat> this is everything that I love about Westerns right here. The music is just getting the tone and you're kind of just waiting for, you know, you know, it's coming. It's about to go down and you're like, okay, let's so- see. <laughs> Curious. I'm. I'm. How is the game design set up? You've got obviously you got this open world, and like Odyssey, you've got mm-hmm. these these different tiers of things that you can do. Aside, because you know, as as they said, the the story is sixty plus hours. Yeah. But the way the way you play these games, Chris, you're not just taking advantage of the sixty. You're going to probably be in there for 180 yeah. hours. Yeah. So what what is keeping you busy in this world? Basically. What's cool about this world, I think, is that good question. you yeah. start from, you know, you start from your camp, right? And maybe you know there's a mission, like a side thing you need to go do for someone that's like way on the other side of the map. So you leave camp and you start riding out and it takes you 10 minutes to get out there, right? And it's by purpose because if you're doing this, like you're, you could take the trails if you want. That's going to take very long if you're going on road because, you know, roads don't go in straight lines, right? They have to adhere to property and land formation. If you want to take the B line, though, you you go off road and you start going straight. And as you do that, you quickly start running across things, Uh, whether it be, oh, hey, there's an elk and I need elk for crafting. Yeah. Or, you skin. know, or a stranger getting attacked yeah. by a bear cat or, yeah. Or, you know, did you just say bear cat, a bear cat? Yeah. I don't know what that is, but well, what was that big cat? Oh. Lion oh. thing. Oh, you it mean was like uh, a bear, but it's a, a cat. Well, there's cougars. It was not a cougar. It was a Panther? bear cat. If you haven't got to kill a bear cat, I'm sorry. Oh, you I've really haven't played Panthers. this. Yeah, dude. You yeah. are lying. You haven't yeah. touched this. Game. Um, dude, you'll walk by, um, somebody who's already killed somebody and already robbed them. Yeah. And you and, walk by and you're like, Hey man. And they're like, Hey, howdy. But then your, your option comes up. Do you want to deescalate it? Do you want to, um, antagonize? Yeah. And every time nice. you try to deescalate it, they still try to shoot you. 
<laughs> so it's choice without a choice. In most cases that I've yeah. come across, I don't know if you have. I mean, you can. There are certain things that no matter what you do, you're not going to de-escalate them because of the seriousness. <clears> but <throat> the others, yeah, it's really how you choose to approach people. Mm. Um, you I, know, some people. I mean, just like when you come up to innocence, you could come up and and they'd be like, "I need help," and you'd be like, "You can help by giving me what's in your wallet right now." You know, you could do that or I'll shoot you in the face if you want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it totally has its consequences and rewards and everything like that. But the point being like, yes, you're going from point A to point B and along that way, you'll find so many little things that will just pull you off the beaten path. I found this like mansion or I wouldn't say a mansion. It was like an old house. And all of a sudden I go into this mission that is in no way on the map you know it wasn't anything wasn't leading me i just kind of stumbled into it and it was almost borderline deliverance and it it was very interesting and i was like i got bad vibes as soon as i started i was like this is not gonna go well and sure enough it did not do you remember things like that like you just it's a lot different than say like being in assassin's creed the last couple weeks here where literally when i'm on my horse I'm just oh, drop my bottle. Uh, I'm on my horse and I'm loud. And if I'm, if I'm going, I'm just trying to get to whatever the next point is as quickly as possible. And it doesn't matter what happens to my horse because even if it dies, I can just respawn it in two seconds or like 30 seconds, whatever it is. Um, and there's probably a question mark that's telling me to go here or whatever. There's markers on the map for certain missions you can do, but for the most part, a lot of the map is just go out there and discover it as you go through. And that's really rewarding. Like as you start to play, because the world is so interesting and has so many distinct things going on that you don't feel like you're just consistently doing the same thing with a reskin. Like it's the kind of events you might find in say Lemonet, which is kind of like Louisiana, Versus the ones you see when you're in, um, I can't remember the name where Valentine is. Like New Haven? Yes, yes. When you're in New Haven, they're very different and yeah. they kind of match the area that you're in. Did you hold on to your thought? Uh, no. <laughs> Let uh, it go. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. It was something uh, just to add on to what he was saying. It, we could have kept going, but no, it's fine. Um, you did mention something about, um, the cinematic, right? Yeah. And you mentioned something about, <clears throat> Let me, let me, I'm not a Western guy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate a Western movie. The, the, the game didn't turn me on in the sense that, oh my God, I get to play a Western. But playing this game is amazing, right? Yes. So they have so many little things. Chris mentioned the music. The, the, the way the music ties in as you're, as Chris says, as you're just kind of riding on your horse to the next scene or through the woods and you, it is, it is a, it's mind blowing how fantastic that vibe that the game creates is. Um, and then like Chris said the other day, he was, he was going to go, um, he was going where he was going and he put it in cinematic mode, which is a great feature. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you elaborate on it. You don't <laughs> yeah. like it? No. Oh, you do. About, the horse. About, yeah. Uh, um, so, <laughs> but it's cool because you get to kind of hold a button and then the, it backs off the camera angle backs off and it's like you're watching a movie. Yeah. It a goes guy into on a that horse. Nine Beautiful. Nice. So Chris has a story about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so which will lead can, into the other thing that we're going to talk about. So too. when you put it in cinematic mode, you can like set a point on the map and it kind of just auto 
canners, you know, like he just follows the roads and does the thing. But like the thing is world can still happen. Right. So I was pretty close to what is the, uh, basically the equivalent of New Orleans, New Orleans, uh, in the game, which is called St. Denis. And I, I had to go there for something and I was like, okay, Hey, I'm going to put this into the cinematic mode. I'm going to set my point and you know, we're pretty close to the city. I shouldn't have to worry about, uh, animals or, or, you know, randomly getting robbed or something like that. that's probably not going to be anything bad. And even then I said, eh, worst case scenario, I'll just die. I have a pretty good amount of money right now. So it's not going to be the end of the world for me. So I go in and put, I go in the kitchen to make myself some lunch. It was a burrito. Um, <laughs> it was very delicious. Kind of burrito. Uh, Southwestern from Amy's. Are they good? Uh, frozen. Yeah. Yeah. They're what like kind of meats in it. Uh, no meat. It's like, uh, Bean? potato, beans, and, um, cheese. cheese. Yeah. It's good. I'm in. Yeah. It's like Tex Mex. Mm -hmm. Pretty right. much. It's, it's the meal you eat when you're playing Red Dead, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so I, all of a sudden I hear this train and, um, I think nothing of it. <laughs> And then all of a sudden I hear choo choo and then I hear Burr! and I come back in here. Arthur is on the ground. The horse is keeled over <laughs> and, uh, apparently the train hit my horse <laughs> head on and you can revive your horse if it's near death. We were beyond that point. So I <laughs> took out my, gone. I just took out my shotgun and I said, sorry, boy. <laughs> and, sorry, boy. And, and the worst part was I had just spent like a thousand dollars on That's this horse. That's a lot of money. Because yeah, it, it hurts when you lose a horse in this game. It, more so, uh, part because you do all this bonding with them. And as you, you so get, much as bonding. you bond with them, yeah. they get better stats. They have tricks they can do. Like they can do like dressage, yeah, sidestepping. Yeah, they can rear. They can kind of do a quick turn, all that kind of stuff. So it, it becomes hurts. your horse. You yeah, know it hurts. I mean? And I like that because, you know, horses, as far as like bonds, for me personally, I don't know about, I think this is like most people that have actually experienced with a horse. Like behind dogs to me, like horses are like my second like as far as a close relationship I've had with an animal, it's a horse. Like you, when you own a horse, when you're with them and you're, I'm grooming, getting uncomfortable when you're, when you're, <laughs> when you're, when you're grooming them or whatever, taking care of them, it's a very close relationship. And they, they know are they like dogs in the sense that they recognize the, you, they get oh, happy yeah. to see you, oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Did you have a horse growing up? I had many horses. Did you, up. did you, did they like peanut butter? Did they? <laughs> they like sugar cubes. Did you ever, um, did you ever own a horse named Applejack in real life? <laughs> I didn't own it. I used to ride, I used to ride a Appaloosa horse named Applejack. I got an Appaloosa today and I said I was going to name him that, but I, I've had many horses. I mean, like it's, it's hard when they, when they die and things like that. And the only other animal experience I've had like that is a dog. So I equate it to that. So it's kind of like they have a similar demeanor. Yeah. A like, similar type of loyalty. And, and you see that connection here, like they force the player. Well, I don't want to say force, but they, they encourage the player to take care of their horse. Yeah. Right. You get benefits. Calm it down, feed it. Yeah. Let it rest. Like even like as you, as you're riding through the world, obviously the horse gets dirty because there's dust and anything and, or things like that. And either there needs to be a rainstorm that happens or else you eventually have to brush the horse or else it loses stamina. And that's a very common thing. Like horses do not like being dirty unless it's very hot. And usually once the mud dries on them, they want to find water and get yeah. it off. They don't like the way it feels. You should do a horse podcast. <laughs> His, um, My sister could. Sean, I have a question for you. Well, I was going to talk about horses. First. Yeah, please. 
So his horse died by a train, right? <laughs> you were just dumb. So remember <laughs> last week we, we had watched a YouTube video. Um, and I think we were watching the guy stream from like Germany or wherever he just was. Jump off just, a cliff. He shot somebody in the town and just ran and jumped and his horse just died. And he yeah. got up and I thought to myself, I'm never going to do that to my horse. <laughs> well, so like Chris said, you could be, um, doing your normal, whatever you're doing. And then you hear somebody saying, help mm-hmm. side little thing. You can go help a guy if you want to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go thinking I'm going to help this guy. And I'm getting closer and closer to where I think he's coming from, but I'm running at this point. I did not know the world's biggest drop off from a mountain was going to happen. <laughs> and so my horse died. That's when I learned, like Chris did said, did you die? No, I got pretty messed up though. I had to eat some like some classic oats or something. Yeah. It's not, it's <laughs> not like canned peaches. I got to eat some oats. You buying, <laughs> I've been shot. I you need dying some oats. in this game isn't. It sucks, but it's not the worst. It's weird. The only time it sucks in this game dying is if you have pelts. Yeah. That's the only thing because yeah. whether your yeah. horse dies or, or you die, uh, whatever, whatever you have that you've not already skinned and have like in your satchel, if it's like on the horse, it disappears. Or if you're holding it. And I've had many times where I've been, uh, so crafting in this game, as far as upgrades for certain equipment, you that require skins, they have to be perfect skins, which like, so the animals are rated on a three star system from poor than good and perfect, right? Based on how you kill it? Uh, no, no it's just based whatever. on the quality of the yeah. skin of the animal in the world. Also based on how, yes, you do have to kill them in the right way or else they will deteriorate. I set it on fire. Well, that fur is probably not good. Yeah, exactly. Does uh, that, um, that tie into how much money you, you talked about how much money you made? I don't have that much money. Yeah, there's certain things you can do, but there's a reason I have, and I can't tell you that. There's an IGN article that shows you how to make $500 quick. Yeah, there well, are I've some I've got easy a couple ways. hundred bucks, but you don't really need that much walking around money. You're going to find Walking that around money. <laughs> like, <laughs> I invest- Honey, honey, you're going to the mall. We're going to get some walk around money. I mainly invest most of my money back into the camp, if I'm being honest. Like, you being a good guy. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that ties well, back into the benefits. camaraderie that he talked about that Dutch is promoting get, in the camp. You get There's a literal donation yeah. box. Like hookers? You get, no. Uh, you get things like a state. <laughs> blink, you could, blink, you could get blink. like a, for instance, you can get the upgrades to your satchels that you can craft. Yeah. Oh. You can get, um, <laughs> you'll get it so hookers? that, you'll get it so that more people are donating more mm-hmm. money to the camp, which then of course helps you upgrade. You can get better quality food for everyone. You can get medicine, you can get ammo camp, and then the big one, uh, you eventually can get fast travel and the ability to have, uh, the ability to call your horses. So like, if you have your horses stabled somewhere, you can summon a horse that you want. Unless you do that, you can only call your horse that, that you're riding. Dismounted from. Yeah. And if you run over to hunt a rabbit, say with a bow and arrow or something, your horse is over here, and when you're done, you whistle for your horse. It'll come kind of like a uh, Apona did for Zelda. Unless, yeah, but it's in in the way Zelda is. Mm-hmm. If you're too far away, he ain't coming. Right. Oh yeah. In Odyssey, you can get off your horse, go to another island, and, and then, then call your horse, and there it is. And he's a yeah. unicorn. You had a question though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it had something to do. With, huh. I have, I have. Uh, I've heard two criticisms about the game. And when I say criticisms, sure. it's not like, oh, this sucks. It's simply, this could be, this could have been managed better, designed better. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But overall, it's not like they're saying this was trash. No, when you have like one, this big of a game. <laughs> one was 
the fast travel. And you know how I am about, about fast travel. And Sean, you can speak to that. And then secondly, I've heard that the combat is a little bit antiquated. It's like a, it's a little bit mm-hmm. finicky. Well, that's, I mean, in, in fairness, I can imagine it being hard to master combat systems mm-hmm. with six shooters. You I know what mean, but it's surprisingly really good. It's surprisingly like good. It. If, if you, if you've ever been in a rock star universe, um, like a Grand Theft Auto situation, right? The gunplay is almost exactly like that. So you can cater it to how you, you know, aim. Um, you can, you can choose to keep your six shooter out, which is you get six shots with it before you got to reload or you can pull your rifle, rifle That's out. That's why it's called a six shooter. Yeah. With your rifle and you get a shot, you know, and a reload shot, reload shot, reload. Um, I don't find the, the fighting, even fist fighting to be tough. I've knifed a dude. Yeah, um, I would say of, of those, the harder one, dude. the only one that's really been hard to some degree has been fist fights, and that's only if you get a guy who consistently counters you. you and that's tough. You have to yeah, wait. but but even then, I've never I've never lost a fist fight. I if I die in a gunfight, it's usually because I'm on my horse and it's people robbing me, and like there are ten of them, and I just nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah, I don't have enough. Like, there's nothing for me to get out of the way of, and I'm more concerned at that point of my horse not dying. But during combat, um, there's a, there is a, a cover system type thing you can use, which is, yeah, that's which is not good. great. It's that, not great, but yeah. it's, you can use it as good. Um, as far as fast travel, um, where I'm at in the game, I don't have fast travel unlocked. Be but, a while. But my horse, <laughs> I'm glad I have a horse. <laughs> you better. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, you know, so, um, the, when you have to go to these new places, though, the game, as you travel, it kind of goes into a natural cinematic and mm-hmm. then you're kind of there. Um, I haven't had to go back yet, you know, to, but we got to go back. I'm sure I got to go back at some point, but I haven't had to. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about how Chris, cause this just made me think of it. Well, this, the mountains, right? When you start from the snow, you talked about going to that one area and how the game transformed in front of your eyes, basically. Yeah. Uh, dude, coming from the mountains, which is a snowy mess. People don't realize, like, right? It's just the worst. Like, and it's not a knock on other games. I understand, like, open world games. It's really hard to put this in there naturally. Um, but this game, I don't think I've ever played another game that does it as well as this. Like, as you move from one biome to another, yes. it happens so naturally and realistically that it, it just feels weird. It's kind of like if me and you left here, right, and we were going to New Orleans from here, you don't get the bayou and the swamps like as soon as you cross in, it's you just know, like one point, right? Yeah. It's not like you just like get to this point and like, well, it's the bayou now. It's like it slowly starts happening, right? Like. All of a sudden, more swamps are coming in. It's getting a little bit more denser, a little bit more murkier. Peat moss hanging off yeah. trees and stuff. Exactly. The the you know the types of trees are are <laughs> changing. The foliage is tra- is changing before you, and that's what this game does very well. Like when you come off that mountain, you go from this place of like feeling you're like and oh. say like the equivalent of the Black Hills of of North Dakota, moving down into Kansas, and like slowly you start to see. A little bit less snow in areas, a little bit more water, a little less pine trees, and all of a sudden different types of trees coming in to eventually you come across a, a river and all of a sudden now you're in these open, uh, flat plains, right? You know, for you to ride across. Beautiful. And then as you move further down south, you start to notice that like those, instead of it just being the gazelle, <laughs> instead of it just kind of being 
uh, tall grass and, and a few trees, right? Yeah. It, it starts to become more of what we're accustomed here where it's like, you know, the big patches of grass and, and, uh, more muddy yeah. areas, yeah. more, uh, different types of trees yeah. that we see mm-hmm. like magnolia trees and all that down here. And it, it slowly transforms into the bayou. And even when you finally go to St. Denise later in the game, that, transition and they did this very well also in, in GTA five from going from the country to going to a major city, right? You know, of all of a sudden kind of like when you're in GTA five and you'd be on like what's the equivalent of the four oh five and all of a sudden that traffic just starts getting more congested. Yeah, yeah. Right? They do it well. Yeah, they they're excellent at that. And again, coming off something like Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed felt like you would go from an island and you're like, okay, well, this is what this area of the game is. And this is what that area of the game is. And it's nothing against it. It's just, it works in its own. Yeah. It works for Assassin's Creed. It would feel really weird if, if Rockstar didn't do it the way they do for this game. Yeah. It just feels weird or or right. I would say versus other games. And that's not a shot at them. I just think they, they have different things they're focused on. Even in world of Warcraft, like each, world is yeah, sometimes, you literally sometimes it blends very well but then most of the time it's like now everything's blue yes yeah <laughs> like, that's the worst what, what just happened like i was i was in lush why, why is this blue deliciousness world? over here and now where everything's just blue and glowy like how did this happen so, but, so now you hate wow no i hate josh okay. dalton but getting back to anymore. john what you were asking the combat to me i think is um it's it's designed again like kind of like a, a horror game in a way where you're not supposed to feel like this OP. You're not, you're not like, this isn't horizon, horizon zero dawn, right? You're not just some warrior of like immense power and ability. You're a cowboy. You have weight to you. You're a real person. You know, that's what it's mimicking to do. Um, the good thing is that the auto aim trigger whenever you do a lock on is pretty, pretty pretty good. And dead eye is the way I usually am rolling because I, I use dead eye as much as possible. Cause I love them headshots. Uh, and in that, I think like the controls kind of loosen up a little bit and it feels a little bit closer to an FPS, uh, or, oh, yeah, or, or a third Sean, person. That's a first person. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, and in those instances, like if I miss a shot, a headshot, it's usually, I feel like on me and not on the game. Because I'm just little, gonna go with the, the controls. Shoot from the hip thing. Um, the bang, bang, bang. as far as the fast travel situation, Legit. I don't know if you're gonna like it if you play this yeah. game ever. Um, it's yeah. It's, well, you understand that the fast travel thing over this past year has become more of a joke than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Has it? Um, yes. Has it? We we've seen your rants. We know you. <laughs> My rants. You, you, you're you gonna call them rants. You can hear out of this. You year. have a blog. You, you have a blog. Um, I have a blog. Uh, you have a blog say, I hate games with no fast travel. Yeah. And you continue to talk about it after the show. So yeah. W- Sean, I literally, maybe ate, I do. Sean, I, I literally know. ate 12 tacos one week while you sat there and gave a sermon about tacos. faulty <laughs> fast travel games. I'm so mad right now. All over Mainly in God of War. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Um, but anyways, like as far as the way this is designed, there's fast travel to an extent. But it's not anything that is ever going to become overwhelmed. Like, you're never going to be able to just feel like, say, like Assassin's Creed, where you can just, once you've unlocked those points, right? You're just like, okay, I need to go here, here, here. It's never going to be at your fingertips like that. Cause it's just, there's, yeah. There's a couple of options early on. You can, um, if you've been to different areas, different towns, right? And you need to get there quickly and you have the money, which really, it's never really too much. It shouldn't be. 
that hard for you to do. Um, you can go and take stage coaches yeah. or trains to those areas, uh, to those cities and then kind of operate. And the good thing is, yes, your horse does come along with you when you do those. Um, as I said before, eventually after you've upgraded your camp to an extent, you get to the ability where Arthur can fast travel from his camp to cities he's been to. Um, but the kicker is you can't fast travel back to your camp. You have to ride back or you have to take, you know, yeah, that, that stables would, and all that, or I'm sorry, uh, stagecoaches to other closer towns. That's the first time I'm hearing of that. I don't, I what's don't know. the, what's the design choice behind that? I why, it, why make it such a slog? And because, I don't mean slog is in some sort of negative thing. Don't read too much into well, it. Like but Peter why Parker, make it that difficult for players who simply, no, I, I, I just want to get to the place. Cause I don't think they want you to do that in this game. The game, we have our friend in the show, Ryan But don't Leaf. we typically have a history of being critical of, developers it, who, I don't, who put a put a wall behind I, how we want to play a game sure i but, thought rockstar was one of these developers that said here's here are games and you play them how the heck you want to play them, you're right in but dude playing this game <laughs> it, it transforms you into a he's walking <clears throat> slow but it's he's got on boots and and i don't boots. know it's just it he, you, like chris said the character feels like a person there's some weight to him I mean, it just fits. It does. It it's right. Like, it it works. When you think of the old west, and you think of especially like the spaghetti western, nothing in those is fast. Right? Yeah, and this it slows. Well, I don't know. What, what do like, you mean by like that? you don't? Everything in those games is a slow build, and even then, like you know, there are tons of even like before you have the shootout, right? You always show shots of what like Clint Eastwood on his horse going to different areas as he's going to do the gunfight, right? These wonderful cinematic shots that they would shoot. And I think that's kind of like the idea is like, look, you're in the old West and it's, this is not GTA. You can't just go steal the fastest car and be on the North point of the map and get to the South point in five minutes. It's like, Jumping no, five ramps this and is, going through Hulu. Yeah, this is the old West there. and you know, it takes time. And I think it's, in part, like I said, I think it's by design because they want you to explore the world around you. And I think they were, they're trying to say, and I think it's the way they set this game up. It's like, don't rush. Like one of the biggest problems that open worlds have is this paradox that is always created, right? Which is I am this main savior character of some sort. And I need to go and save the world. But before that, I'm going to spend 40 hours over here collecting bunnies and everything else that I need, right? That's usually the problem, whether it's Mass Effect or it's The Witcher or Assassin's Creed, right? I, you know, I am, I'm trying to save my family in Assassin's Creed. But before we do that, I'm going to go and check out all these tombs across, uh, all of Greece and, and, you know, do ship battles that have nothing to do with the main story itself. Um, this game isn't designed to do that because really one Arthur Morgan isn't some superhero. He isn't like some savior to this camp. He's, yeah, he's just part of the camp. Yeah. And <laughs> everything you're doing really, as far as missions and activities in the end, it comes back to really doing what's in the best interest of the camp. So if I'm not doing whatever the next mission is, be, like I see there's a highlight that Dutch has me something to do. If I'm not going over to talk to him to start that, it's okay because if I'm going out there and I'm robbing stagecoaches and I'm bringing that money back for the camp, I'm helping the camp. If I'm out there hunting and providing them food, I'm helping the camp. If I'm, you know, going out there and finding a homestead and taking the gold bars and, and, you know, all those kinds of things and that money all gets, you know, the gang gets its cut from it. Uh, everything I'm doing is kind of 
focused back to actually helping the group. So it's okay because I didn't do this one thing right away because when I get to it, it's just a new thing and a new activity I have to go do with my gang now. It's and not it, something like, okay, the world is about to end and I've been ignoring it for four hours, you know, to do wherever the heck I want. And it, I like that. And I think that's why the travel in a way is kind of designed in that way. It's designed to be like, go out there and explore and find things to do that helps your crew because that's what matters. And even though it's an individual game too, right? And you may be used to that, like I'm the savior guy. Um, there's, they, they draw these lines where you know it's not just you against the world. Mm. Um, and it's because of the interaction with everybody that you really do feel like a part of this bigger thing. And it just, it, I, I, it's so vague and so just blah, but it just works. Yes. That's, I think, I think in part it really works well because on every mission that you actually do go on this game pretty much outside of like little tiny things you find in the world, um, you're always, you. yeah. yeah, there's always someone from the gang with you. And the best part, you don't have a choice of who it is. So Which even is though cool. you, you may hate Micah, the character, you're going to go on a mission with Micah. Micah and you slowly start to get his perspective of things and what, what he's thinking at the moment. And you also get Arthur's perspective back. And dude, perspective is a big word. Yeah. I'm starting off. There's a thing that happens at a place called Black Rock. Blackwater. Yeah, that. <laughs> See, perspective. Why, why did yeah. I say Black Rock? Black Water. It's just your perspective. There's a thing. And throughout the, the, the game, uh, you're learning people kind of do the things that people do. Hey, man, what do you think happened there? Um, there's a perspective angle when it comes to John and Arthur. Yeah. On, you know, like you'll be riding with John on the mission, like on that long ride that you just can't fast Real travel ride. to the, you're going to have location, dialogue. Right? It's beautiful. You're on this long ride and John might look at you and say like, man, what's your problem with me? And then you literally listen to Arthur tell you what his problem is. You already him. have an you idea know? of what Arthur's mad about John yeah. about, but then there's more to it. And it's, uh, yeah. it's or, really good you know, on how they do that. You might get Arthur asking someone else like, well, what do you think about all the events going on right now? You know, as far as this, and they all have different perspectives. Some are definitely more committed to the ideals of Dutch. Some are just thankful for the fact that the gang has looked out for him. Like there's one girl in the camp who's like, literally men don't understand what it is to be someone, a female when like you have no money and you're alone in this world and how scary that can be in that time period. Right. She says that and she's like, this, this camp gave this to me. Like this has been my family that took me in, took care of me when it could have been really bad for me. So like getting those kinds of perspectives, I think it's really interesting. And that's what I enjoy. Like, cause I can, as I said, I can just put it into cinematic mode and I just sit back and it's, it's like, it's like watching it's a really movie good. as you get these, this Super wonderful dope. buildup. Like I can't wait to see the, the way these stories play out. I mean, we already, you know, like in Star Wars, you, you already Whoa. knew. You already knew Darth Vader. Hey, this is not on topic, but I just want to say that Clint Dix is now a Redskin. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Packers traded him to us. Wow. That's big news. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. Ha ha. Um, Apparently everyone in the MC East is going to trade for an Alabama player. Watching (laughs) like that third prequel and watching Mm -hmm. him turn into Darth Vader, right? (laughs) So it was, it was very cool. And, and that's where this game kind of has me in a mindset of I already know what happened to John and Dutch. 
But now I'm on the other side and I get to see this, this thing kind of morph into what it did. Yeah. So that, so that perspective it's from playing the first game mm-hmm. or knowing is, about the first game is valuable. It, it can it's, be. It's helpful, but it's definitely I not. I say that because yeah. John, if you had watched the third sequel or the third prequel before you watched a new hope, mm-hmm. you would have got the same experience. Yeah. I think not a chance. And you know that's not true. I'll say this. You, you, you of all people know that's not true. I'll say this. You don't need to have played Red Dead 1 to enjoy this game. Or need to get, is, need yeah. I can agree Want, with. Maybe, I can agree yeah. with the but need. But need you don't. But, can, but you can find value. Doesn't mean you need to, but you can find value in experiencing the first game. Sure. And that's kind of what I want to so do. So far. I, that's how I want to experience this Red Dead series. So I want to, but let's be honest though. What's the prospects that you ever get to play that whole game? Yeah. And then I play mean, this like, game. cause that's like a, that's a 30 hour game right there at least. I mean, like when do you plan to play that game and when can you find time to play that game? Cause that's, that's the part with me. Like there's a ton of things that I've missed that I'd love to go back <laughs> and play, but I find myself now going like, in this yeah. world going like as much as I'd like to. There's just so many things in the moment that I have to play now. I think, look, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. I think I can find some time to mm. play a game that many consider last generation's finest game. Mm. Okay, okay. So compared to uh, when you put it next to Skyrim and Mass Effect Two, and you've got kind of the trinity of what I like is how considered. You didn't say uh, the Last of Us. I like that you didn't say that. Thank you. Makes me happy. <laughs> Came and, out around the same time. And GTA 5, you didn't put that in there. There's kind of like a last gen, new gen, now gen thing. <laughs> I mean, I would play GTA, GTA 5, but oh, I don't, GTI. I don't want to play as a git. So mm. that's why I don't play that game. Mm. A, um, a what? Git. Yeah. That's what I thought you said. But okay. Well, let's put a challenge to John then. John, by the end of next year, can you commit? To playing Both. the first Red Dead game, I, I, I have a feeling. No, I John, was look. I was telling Sean last week. I'm like, I didn't. I had I had I had it to do over again. I'd manage my game time better. Not in even 20, that in you, 2018 and get this one out of the way because I came. We came over here to record a podcast, and you had fired up Red Dead, and apparently it looks really good. Xbox One enhanced. Yes. So you know, you also, if you haven't bought it yet, and you do have an Xbox One X, this is. The game that if, if there's anything, the if there's anything that is going to sell an Xbox One X, I think it's this game. This is easily the biggest benefit I've seen from it. Um, and pretty much Digital Foundry, when they were looking at it, they were like, yeah, this, that's the way to play it. So yeah, it, from a PlayStation perspective, I, I walked in and I saw Chris's Xbox uh, version running. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, Obviously, the the Xbox is a better system on the inside than the yes, PlayStation yeah, yeah. Pro, um, but the experience for me has been just fine. If you happen to have it on PlayStation or or, or, or need to get it on PlayStation Pro, it's going to look beautiful. Um, Poor Penny, but it does look it looks dare I say jam up on the Xbox One X. It's bonafide. Yeah, it's dope. I mean, look, we got customer a customer character customization. You got shootouts. You got robberies. You got heists. You got I'm going to put family in quotations with your gang. You got a rival gang. Um, you've got rival some backstory. Um, you, you got beautiful scenery, beautiful, beautiful music. Think, yeah. Yeah. To, to sum it all up, I think it's, I think it's just a really good Western story and it kind of like hits. There's this idea that is a consistent battle, um, in, in time where it's like, there's always a sec of people 
who just want things to stay the way they are because they enjoy that way, right? And as we've learned throughout history, that's not the way it works. It's consistently moving forward. And it's always an interesting thing to look and see, well, do people adapt or do they stay in their convictions? And what happens like when you have something like this, where these people have a way of life and they have their convictions and it's going away and there's nothing they can do. Like how far will they go? We obviously know with Dutch how far far he'll go as far as with Red Dead 1, but everyone else in this gang, like I'm meeting all these people and I'm getting really close to them. I'm like, how many of these people are about to go die for Dutch, Dutch's ideals? Like is, I know John doesn't die, but you know, uh, there's got plenty a of, scar. yeah, there's plenty, of, <laughs> there's plenty of characters in this game. Like it, it's tearing on me because I'm like, I don't think they're all going to make it. I have no idea if it happens or not, but like that idea of like how, who's willing to die, who's willing to maybe make a deal, who's willing to just run away and try to hide. Who, who actually sets in motion yeah. the thing that happens to where John goes this way. Exactly. And Dutch and them go that way. Yeah. Like I'm interested to see that because it's an interesting part of, of, of history and life. And what it sets what's happen. in motion? Um, you see, I got to play the first one. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> well, you John. know, John's in the first one and he's I, hired by the government to go get Dutch and them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he, he also dies at the end of it. What? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but his son came back and avenged him. So now that you guys have really thought about this, mm-hmm. uh-huh. do you want to re-edit your score? Twenty out of 10. fourteen out of ten. <laughs> yeah, everyone go play this. It's, it's a- so. Do you guys see? I mean, look, Lord knows you've been looking forward to this game. You've yeah. been hype on the game, but hating it because Chris was no, no, hype no, no, on no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> we got our we got our list. We got our game of we have pit, a bandwagon. We have our game yeah. of the year episode yeah. coming up in a few months. What do you see any chance? That this is not sitting at the top of your list. Well, see, at that point, Smash has to be amazing. We'll, we'll have uh, we'll have some perspective to look back on. Ooh, word of the week. Um, perspective. There will be different games. I'll feel differently because I'm not in the moment. That's true. Um, and you'll kind of you'll kind of appreciate what you've played, what each game brought to the table. Is my list going to be legitimate? Without because Reddit. I wasn't able to get to this game. Well, your list is already not legitimate yeah, because Doom you're was your game Fallout, of the year one you're time. You're not playing this, and you like Far Cry Five. These are three Boo. things. <laughs> but um, as far as to answer your question, your first one, <laughs> notes, notes, notes. Yeah. Uh, your first one. Um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say that it can't. That is definitive above it because the thing is, I haven't finished Red Dead's story yet. And yeah, on it, the other hand, I've seen, I mean, if you told me to say that God of the, God of War sto- story is God completely, of the war. if you're telling me like after say like 10 hours of that game, right? You could come back and say, Oh, I, I get the full weight and brevity of everything that happened in God of War, right? From a story narrative standpoint, I'd be like, no, you're a freaking liar. Yeah. You're, you have it's no literally idea. to the end. Yeah. And so like, you know, and that was the thing with Red Dead, like Red Dead as a, you know, Sean dropped off. And and I mean, like, yeah, there was a part in Red Dead, like where Mexico, it is rough. It is really hard to go through that patch. But what made it it worth it, what made it worth it in the end was that (laughs) then you actually came back and you had this deal, you know, this whole entire scenario go down with Dutch. And then you had the epilogue on top of that. 
And once all those things sold and you got what they were going for, you were like, oh, 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 from a Western standpoint, that's freaking brilliant. I've never played anything like that. And all of a sudden, you know, maybe your score that might have been like a 8.8 Richard is all of a sudden a 10 Richard or a 9.5 Richard, right? Okay. I could ask this question offline or I could Google it or I could pull out my book. Ooh. Yeah. But I'm going to do it right now. Okay. The only thing that really, it's not an irk, but it's like I wish there was a shortcut for it uh-huh. was to pull up the big map. I oh, you to, can do that easy. I, I push start and then map. No, no. Just hold down start. That's all you gotta do. And the big map pulls up? Yep. I'm right away. It should be. And if you're in the menus or in like a sub thing in your satchel or like anywhere, all you gotta do is hold down, uh, I guess on Xbox it's B, so O, right? That would be O on X, on PlayStation. There's, that'll take you right back. There's an article on IGN called 56 things that Red Dead doesn't tell you. Yep. Yeah. Explore. Is that a good read for the listeners? Yeah. Hey, I'm sure there's something on IGN. Yeah. 56 things. I think it's 56, right? Most important of those, if you kill someone in the bayou and you're uh, near the actual like swamps, you can throw their body in there and then the alligators will come Dude, up and eat it for you. Dude, speaking of killing people, <laughs> I, I don't know why I did it, but uh, a guy would, he looked at me wrong on his horse. <laughs> yeah, it's called the West. Dude. So I went, but he wasn't a bad guy. He's the just, Wild West. When he went by, I thought he talked junk, but he just, I think he was like, hey, I'm doing And I was like, I <laughs> shot him. Well, then he's dead. Yeah, and I go. It tends to happen. I go. I felt bad because I was like, I don't like playing these kind of games like this. I want to play them right. You know, yeah, you want to be a good guy. I do too. But so I loot them. But then all of a sudden, this big word comes up that says "witness approaching." Yeah. So guess who had to die next? So now <laughs> well, you, I, I can threaten them. I, no, I just guess shot them. Well, then next. I go. They can't just lay in the road because the game goes. You don't want to just leave bodies in the road. So now I got a guy on my shoulder and I'm finding a bush on a hill. Do you know how hard it is to hide a body on a bush on a hill? They slide from the bush. Guess who has to die next? <laughs> yeah. My, my, the way I've usually approached it is who has to like, die if I come up and someone's like, what you? or like, you better back way. And I'm like, if I try to defuse it and afterwards you're like, all right, cool. And you know, like they they're never walking. do that with me. Sometimes they do. But like, if they come like after I defuse it, they go like, Ham. you better walk away. And uh-huh. I go, ah, uh, now you done messed up. <laughs> and that's I almost just, like they put their, Finger right in my forehead, yeah. Back away, and then my head kind of—they about to get flowed. And yeah. by flowed, they I got to go. Shot in the this face. This man's got to die. They got to go. <laughs> anyway, so it's um. Hey, man. Hey, hour and twenty-two minutes. Can we can confirm that the uh the oh. horse anatomy? Oh, totally. Because I didn't see any balls in the first couple of hours, but the moment I hit the plane, I was like, there they oh, are. Oh, because in the mountains, there you don't really see much because the horses are, are you know they just got out of the swimming pool just well, like us. Yeah. They go up inside to keep warm. Yeah. And as soon as the old warm weather comes out, blood out. There's a Johnson. Yeah. Um, you guys want to do some news? Uh, sure. Hey, guys, go buy Red Dead. It's now. a must play. Yeah. Keep buying it till the end of the year. No, because then Chris will win something about sales. Have I? All up the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents. The news. News. That was that was lame. It's okay. It's you know, okay. For some reason, we thought, hey, we're gonna be too loud, so let's not do loot news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this how we're gonna do it now? Is this how it's gonna go? All right. Can do you need it? I can. I can read it. Let's yeah. just make sure. Yeah, let's go right into this thing, huh? Speaking of Red Dead, <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, biggest opening weekend in history. 
Uh, Red Dead 2 Redemption continues to prove John wrong with the announcement that the game enjoyed the biggest opening weekend for any entertainment product in history. The game managed to sell $725 (laughs) million in copies in three days. Rockstar did not share actual units sold. But the data suggests 10 million. Yeah, I think uh, they said greater than 10 million. Yeah. No one knows exactly. No one knows, man. If you did $60, I guess it would be 12 million, but obviously there are $90 <laughs> editions of the game. So well, we it, can't know. Like, like it's, it's not a surprise the game sold well. Yeah. Um, but we do have a friendly wager going on. See, <laughs> folks, <laughs> did you know that the original Red Dead sold 17 million copies? 13 million. I uh, believe after everything, now it's up to like they last said it was like fifteen or seventeen million. I thought. So. Well, now you've dipped the fifteen. You just dipped oh, yeah, it down two million. But you, but thirteen regardless is wrong. Hey, let's fact check you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do it right now if I you want to. It. Okay. We Do it because you did it earlier in the show when John important. said Kershaw was thirty and you said he's thirty-three. You think you slid that in on the slide? Okay. Yeah, you got to fact check yourself too, man. Red Dead One sales rock star. I know I've seen it before. See, now it's going to be like really hard to find. Well, cause oh, hold on. Red Dead Redemption sale right there. The How many copies did Red Dead Redemption sale? Right there. I hate you so much. It's, it's right up. Just go up to the thing. <laughs> I know I've seen it on here. Shipped 15. Million. Shipped yeah, 15. 15. So it was shipped 15. Yeah. That doesn't mean sold 15. Hey, that's fine. That's still click more on, than 13. Click on that Forbes article. Oh? Which one? Not the one that said right Wikipedia. There. The one that said oh, Forbes. That's the one from earlier. Mm-hmm. Scroll down. Yeah. Let's see. This is when John's doing this thing where he's going to be like. Let's see. Yeah, it says it on there. Uh, double the originals, 15 million in sales. 30 million, we'll put it, yeah. Mm. So, mm. <coughs> <coughs> but it's, it's y'all are both. You know what? You originally said 17, he said 13. Let's meet in the middle somewhere and just be happy together, huh? But anyways, uh, I'm not surprised. Like I said, it's <laughs> one, it's Rockstar. Uh, I think they've said like outside of Call of Duty, this is the biggest, um, non Call of Duty game this generation, like aka non seasonal mm. or reoccurring game this generation, which before I believe it was, uh, Fallout 4, which isn't too surprising. Um, the it, only, uh, the only other game that's ever, the last game to beat Call of Duty during the holiday season is GTA 5. Yeah. Um, you know, look, it looks like, it looks like mm-hmm. this is probably going to be a losing bet. The only, the only saving grace I have is the idea that the early adopters mm-hmm. bought the game. Or the people who who were excited about the game, who bought the game, went ahead and bought the game. A lot of Call of Duties sell during during Black Friday. Mm-hmm. That's true. So there's you know there's a chance. You're saying might, there's a chance. There's, I'm saying they're saying there's a chance. <laughs> so yeah, looks like. Um, I'm interested to see what happens when if if Red Dead Online comes out, which comes out next month, right? If it is well received right off the jump. How many people that maybe have not been playing this game that played GTA Online, right, will go, well, I need to go check that out. Sure. And, and then that's when they buy the game because that's their $60 copy. And, and by look, the way, that game, like, as you're playing, so we didn't talk about the map, right? It's pretty clear um, that 
there's a huge chunk of the map that you do not go to in the main campaign. And that includes from parts from the first game. I mean, I, I guess it could happen, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. I'm guessing the only reason it's in the single player game is probably for Red Dead Online. Sure. Which is just incredible to think like after you probably beat this thing, you'll have a whole entire area to go explore. Yeah. You were just talking about the slow burn of the Western. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how do you translate that into what online people demand to be a fast paced yeah. experience? I'm, I'm just curious to see how they do it. It's Rockstar. I'm sure yeah. they've got something up there. It'll be like, there'll be train heists. Well, and, yeah. Imagine, but, but imagine the Call of Duty you bet. And, Imagine you and your friends go out there and you get like <laughs> 10 people together and you form yourself a gang, kind of like you do in GTA Online. You know this. Yeah, but you don't have smartphones to check your bank accounts to buy your, no, you your have a apartment camp. and you can't buy your, um, you know, you're not going to be able to buy horses as fast as you could cars. Yeah, but you can it's, buy a camp. They know how to do it. I you'll, just, uh, I'm, you'll, uh, you'll like this. Mm-hmm. Apparently in the Rockstar app, mm-hmm. there's some coding in there that yes. indicates that there's some VR coming our way. And PC. But, uh, on PC, the only? Call of Duty thing, I doubt it. The Call of Duty thing, look, I mean, if I lose, I lose. It was an educated guess. Uh, several analysts made the prediction Call of Duty will still outsell. In fact, one of the analysts who predicted that Call of Duty would outsell has now changed his mind. Yeah. It's like, well, looks like I was wrong about that. Yeah. I think most are now thinking that it will likely sell <laughs> 20 million, if not more, by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Is what everyone was. That's a lot of units. That yeah. is. And I mean, I mean, hey, 10 million soon. is a lot of units. So when we get Red Dead Redemption 3 in 15 years, <laughs> I'll be ready to make that bet again, John. Yeah. Uh, next up, guys. Monster Hunter World. Speaking of sales, Monster Hunter World ships 10 million. Capcom's net sales are up 28.5% from the first fiscal half. Of 2018, the increase can be attributed to the success of Monster Hunter World, which released on January 26th. The publisher's sales increase 43.3 million yen for the six months ending on uh, September 30th. September. (laughs) And 10.5 million yen for the, for their operating income. This represents, this represents the highest it has ever been at the end of a second quarter. Monster Hunter World has reached 10 million, the first time in Capcom's history for any title. Take that, Resident Evil. And that's, uh, yeah, I mean, Resident Evil, I think. Take that, Street Fighter. Resident Evil 6. Yeah, yeah. Resident Evil 6, <laughs> which was considered the a really bad game. Yes. Still sold 8 million copies, mm-hmm. you know, so that's impressive. People like how to many, hunt them monsters. Do we know how many Biohazard sold? Biohazard? Um, uh, you know, it under it underperformed compared to the one that everybody hates. But this game, but that's the way it always works, right? Unfortunately, it's still a, such yeah. a good game. Critical, critical success doesn't often translate. You know, it's it, you know, I don't know. It is what it is. It is what yeah. it is. It's like right now, Assassin's Creed Odyssey did really well. Why? Because Origins was really well received and got good buzz. But considering the title, the Monster Hunter series has been such a niche, niche, niche. title. For years, I mean, it took it took this game mm-hmm. to bring people into the fold. I mean, this is an amazing number. The game is so for, big. Yeah, for months for <laughs> a series no pun intended, for, the, for a series that's been popular in Japan, Japan. and had a loyal had a loyal fan base, but a small one in the states. Yeah. That's, that's true. impressive. Good for them. It's impressive. impressive. Speaking, um, speaking of, well, no one said that, Chris. That's a terrible transition, but we'll <laughs> go with it because you did it. You're welcome. Uh, I'm going to do like, uh, the backwards thing. Cause I like, you know, saving the best for last and stuff. 
But Chris was alluding to sales, and that's right. We have the numbers for MPD for September. Um, at number 10 was NHL 19. Anybody play that? All right. What does NHL Mike stand did, for? Uh, National Hockey League. Yeah. Hookie. 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 Um, number Apparently nine. Scottish. A newer title, Super Mario Party, that Yay. you can only find on your Nintendo Switch. Nintendo. Um, number eight, <laughs> Destiny 2. Oh, I can't even boo. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, number seven, Forza Horizon 4. Woohoo! That's the Xbox exclusive, guys. Number six, Madden NFL 19. It's going to be up there just like FIFA is at four. But in between those two are number five, that's Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. Which, is it still a good game? Game of the year. Do you still like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Game still of good. the year. Wow. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Number three, John's other game of the year, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> I mean, that's game funny. of the year, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> number two, Chris's Jam, NBA 2K19. Jam! And number one, a solid contender for possible game of the year from all of us here. Sorry, that's what I meant. Marvel Spider-Man. Game Marvel of the year. Spider-Man at Which number I one. I think after this month now is, if you're looking for the 12 months, Far Cry 5 is still the number one selling game of the year. But this is already, I think, number two. Or, no, it's number three behind God of War mm-hmm. for the year. I mean, I... I have no doubt that in the end, Marvel will probably be Spider Man will probably be the highest exclusive. Sean, that robot that robot VR game has a shot. Just no, it doesn't. (laughs) That game is amazing. You will not bash it. Not everybody has VR, John. Honest Sony PlayStation (laughs) unit. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. And for those wondering out there, you're like, wait a minute, this is MPD for September. Why are NBA 2K and Assassin's Creed and Forza all on this list? Uh, Who would wonder that, Chris? Come on. John. John would. Okay. He, he asked me. Uh, MPD's like weeks this time because of the way they, I guess they go through the first week of the month, like where it ends, right? Uh, therefore it went through the 5th, which was when October 5th was their last day for September they counted, Do which is remember? when all three of those games, I think, came out. Anyways. Have we been told whether this is five or V? It's uh, definitely five. five. It's yeah. definitely five. Not V for victory? No. No. Because that would be dumb. Sure, and Sean. only people yeah. that didn't play it would yeah. know that. So does spelling your name S-H-A-U-N. Whatever J-O-N. Not, what? Whatever. That's in the Bible, fool. Whatever J-O-N. Bible. Is it in the Bible? What up, J-O-H-N? I thought John was J-O-H-N in the Bible. Nope. Yeah. Is J-O-N? Mm-hmm. Is it on the King Francis II, the third edition? What? James. Battlefield 5 news. <laughs> Electronic Arts and EA Dice have announced that Battlefield 5's Battle Royale mode with cheese Firestorm <laughs> will not launch until March of 2019. What do you call Battle Royale mode in France? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a Tarantino movie right there, John. Get it. Battlefield 5 will not include microtransactions at launch. This is new to me because I was told that they weren't going to be doing it at all. But that's Correct. not the case here. Yeah. Instead, they will be added post-launch using a paid in-game currency called Battlefield Currency. But Dice promises they will only be used for cosmetic they items, better, or that that will be the end of Electronic Arts. Yeah. "Quote: We want players to get hands-on experience with their company, the progression system, and earning company coin before introducing premium currency. Balanced rock-paper-scissors gameplay has always been the foundation of the Battlefield series, and our belief is that real-world money." Should not enable pay to win or pay for power. Regardless, okay, so the microtransaction stuff, okay, cool. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, on the other hand, this Firestorm stuff, 
they need to just delay this game. It does. I understand it's not going to get delayed. There's no way EA will delay this because it's their fall game. But but you're include, launching your game without yeah. what is the biggest mode right now, and Call of Duty's out, well, and it has this mode. Okay, okay. I, they need to just uh, if it's not ready, get it out. Let's look at it this it. way. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Call of Duty and how they separate. Sure. Going forward, their battle royale mode. Mm-hmm. How they put that behind? What are they gonna like? What are they gonna do next year? Put it behind a sixty dollar paywall again or something? We don't like that. know. But at least right, it's there. exactly. But now we know with Battlefield, it seems like their strategy is probably to distance their game from their battle royale mode. It might be the smarter call going forward. And what? And look, you're sticking a battle royale mode from a major developer, Battlefield, in the middle of spring when no nothing else is surrounding it. it. That's probably a good idea. It's probably the yeah. best, it's probably the best idea going forward for EA. Possibly. Th- but if the game loses steam and no one's playing it, exactly. it's not going to generate the, the buzz it may need or that it can garner. But that gives them plenty of room to make a separate announcement later on going, this game is a free to play mode. Can- if they do that, right if, if, if that's the only way, I will say this. If they're going to separate that mode off and say, Hey, we're just putting Firestorm out as free to play, kind of like Fortnite did back then. And if you own Battlefield five, you get these perks that maybe you don't get if you like kind of like, you know, with Fortnite when it originally announced, uh, launched in Battle Royale and launched on that. Fine. But I don't think that's what they're going to do because EA. That's not the way EA works. Yeah, EA is the kind of company this. that wants seventy percent profits now, as opposed yeah. to one hundred percent profits in three months. Yeah, and and if you're EA, you're going to keep this all together. It's it's just going to sit there. No one's really concerned with this game right now because it's just it's not in a good spot anymore, right? It's like I think what the week after Fallout seventy six is out, and for those who own a Switch, uh, you know. I think right around the corner, right after that is smash. Um, so I can't see, no one seems to be hype on this game right now. Like no one seems in fairness, no one seems to be hype on fallout 76. No one they're banking on that. Like you guys think you're going to like this fallout game, but as IGN said, it seems like it's DLC for fallout four, but no one see that they're going to move on to battlefield, but no one, uh, I can't see that because one people play fallout. They're not playing. Most of them are not going to be playing that, but here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not Battlefield. Like if you're playing Fallout 76, I don't see you just all of a sudden jumping ship to go play Battlefield. But you 5. just said, you just said you're, it's a mistake to release Battlefield 5 yes. a week after Fallout yes, 76. Yes, because I do think. So if they're not the same audience, what, what does it matter? Well, I think they are to some degree, but I think if you're someone who is buying Fallout, that's probably your priority. And as I said before, that kind of got proven the last time because as we mentioned earlier, that was the best-selling non-Call of Duty game release before uh, Red Dead came out this past week. So to me, I'm kind of looking at and saying, yeah, critics might not be high on that game, but I don't have any concern that Fallout 76 will sell because just about everyone I know that's like a diehard Fallout fan, they're still buying that game. They're still playing the beta right now and trying it out and seeing if it's something for them. This, on the other hand, this feels like... I want to say to the extent of Titanfall bad, because that was pretty bad. No, I don't but, see that at all. Like, I, I just, I think they're missing the opportunity to capitalize on the wave that is the Royale mode. Yeah. In a game. Hey, John, in, in March, if you look back and we, and you were like, Hey, I told you guys this would work out for them. That'll be great because that gives the, the, the gamer 
several avenues now to play a, their Royale mode of choice, whether it's um, Fortnite, the Blackout mode in Call of Duty, or now the Firestorm here. Um, that's great. We have choice, but I, I, I just have a feeling that they're they're missing the beat a little bit. Um, I'm not saying it's going to work out. Yeah, I don't even know that it will. I I just I'm just telling you what I think. People are sitting around in a boardroom going, "All right, here's our situation with Battle Royale. It's not ready. What do we do? We can't release it." They're like, well, okay, we the, have the a responsibility to our investors and we've got to release. And yeah. look, to its credit, it's riding on the critical success, which quite frankly was a game of the year contender in Battlefield 1. That game got crazy good it reviews. Good. More, more better reviews than Call of Duty has it, for the past 10 it years. Don't it sure. Call yeah. Of Duty. That was two years ago. <laughs> I guess it, it's one of those things that, yeah, I, I understand. Like you're right in the sense that the reason it's coming out is it's EA. It's a public company. That's their fall game. Yeah. You know, they don't count FIFA. That's something they bank out on every year. Usually it's either this or it's going to be, uh, I'm sure next year it'll be a new Battlefront game, right? Or unless they have another Star Wars game ready. Uh, as far as this though, I just, I think what's going to happen is you're going to get the PC people who have always been Battlefield fans. Sure. They'll probably show up and play, but console, they're not going to care. They're just going to keep playing Call of Duty and Fortnite. That's what they're going to do because twenty million it features, units sold by December. <laughs> it, it's it's double them. or nothing. None of us won them. because Battlefield beat them all. <laughs> That'd be weird. But uh I think more than likely, though, when even when the smoke comes out, it will just be a side thing. Because again, EA's focus on this. It's not going to be on that come March. It's going to be on Anthem and making Anthem the biggest thing ever because they know that's a new potential revenue stream. So it, it just feels like classic EA. This will get buried. And in the end, what could have been something that, again, gets more people to say, hey, I need to come back to DICE, especially after all the stuff that went down with Battlefront, I think more than likely they're just going to it's going to get lost in the shuffle. I feel bad for it, but it's the truth. I mean, it's possible, but uh I will say something that hasn't got lost in the old oh, video ooh, game shuffle. Uh would be the old Nintendo Switch. Hey, the, the headline is that the Switch sales passed 22 million. That's right. The Nintendo Switch continues to sell well. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the latest financial report is placing the console at nearly 23 million units since its launch. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, the Switch managed to sell 5 million units over the last six months, which is an increase compared to this time last year, mm. uh, which is – that's pretty legit, I guess. Uh, the Switch has almost doubled Double the, it. <laughs> the number of Wii U's that were sold. Mm. Ouch. Mm. Mm. That console, <laughs> twenty two million. Twenty two is pretty good. Pretty I don't know good. how. I don't know how it's tracking right now compared to what PS4 did in that span of time. I would imagine slowing down. You think so? Might oh be. yeah, because like PS4 was historic for a good while, and even here, like this well, year, the Switch I, I was, was the Switch was outpacing the PlayStation Four when it first yeah, came out. Yeah, it had that big swell at the beginning, and then it's kind of gone down since, which like, is fine. I mean, it's not like it's not like twenty three. Millions, uh, ships since launch or 22, whichever one it is, uh, is anything to scoff at, right? They're doing perfectly fine. It's exactly what you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, PS4 is just its own beast, right? There's a, there's a reason why, like this week we were talking about, even though Red Dead is best to play on Xbox, everyone's saying on Xbox One X, it's like something like 70% of people are playing on PS4. Yeah. It'll be three to one. Yeah. I mean, and, and that doesn't surprise me. People don't know what's good for them. 
This is true. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a boy and fish sandwiches. From, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey. Or Recall. How, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of the Switch. Yay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> We've got more news, John? <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah. More games are coming. Yeah. Yay. It has been announced that a number of new titles are coming to Nintendo Switch. Vampire, uh, Vampire, which is a game that if Jonathan could get away with it, would put him on his top ten list. The action role-playing game no one, released no for PC, you. PS4, yeah, you your, you and list. Xbox One is officially coming to Nintendo Switch. John. It would appear that the game experience ex- has experienced enough success to be able to move it to the hybrid console. Also coming from the horror genre is Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil, and Resident Evil Zero, which I didn't add. Thus furthering Capcom's commitment to supporting the console, it appears that all titles are coming in 2019. What was that last part there? 2019. Yeah, there you go. That's a little better. 2019. Yay! Games. That's cool. Vampire would probably sit around six or seven on my list. (laughs) You can put it on your list. I love that game so much. I think they've, uh, I think they've made enough money to do a sequel if they wanted to. I'd love that. Do it. I'd love that. Uh, we're not done with Nintendo yet. You sure? Because there's bias. more DLC uh, for Nintendo Switch franchises and whatnot. Uh, Nintendo President Shintaro Furukawa has stated that he wants to see more DLC for existing major titles on Nintendo consoles. Quote, we need continuous growth. We must keep releasing new software. Yeah. That includes <laughs> DLCs and other contents for big titles that are already out. This would indicate that DLC for major titles like Odyssey... And Breath of the Wild are already in the works. Wait, are they talking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey? I don't know no. why he put that on there. Huh? No. What are you talking why, about? Why was Odyssey on there? Mario Odyssey. Oh, Mario, Mario God. Odyssey. Yeah. I knew that already. Super Mario. Super Mario. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I feel bad. <sighs> Last yeah. year's game of the year. Yeah. Um, Would not be if Red Dead came out. That's it. Still a great game, Chris. <laughs> it is. It you is still a great have your game. Switch? Yeah, you do. It's right mm. over there. Why are you there? I know you have your Xbox. That's, yeah. Pivot. (laughs) Are are you going to read? I so know you have your Xbox, Chris. Well, let me tell you about Xbox free games for November because someone else can't. Battlefield 1. Do it. November 1st. It's your turn. Yeah. November 1st through 30th is Battlefield 1. Race the Sun, November 16th through December 15th. Assassin's Creed. From the first half of the month in Dante's Inferno, the back of the month. Got you there, buddy. Why didn't you read, John? Yeah, you were like spaced out. Did you, were you doing a thing? You was, forgot it was your turn, didn't you? No, I didn't. No, nope, we're good. No. Was it a bit? It was a bit that just looked like it, was, it failed. No, I don't know. It was, it pretty, was dead air, yeah. Mm. So now you're speaking read, of failure. Now you're going to read mine. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to read you. You got to read mine. I'm I saying, don't want to read you. You got to read mine because I want to read the next one. Uh, <laughs> I'll read this boring one. <laughs> Sonic Team Racing delayed. Deep, deep. Sega. Sega has Sega. announced to delay Team Sonic Racing with a new release date John. for May 21st, 2019. 2019? Look, this new story deserves the credit of any new story we show we, some respect. John. Tighten up, sir. In a statement. <laughs> terrible. Sega, Sega says the decision was made, quote, to deliver the crappiest quality experience to fans. I'm sorry. That's not right. That's not right. That's not right. What are you doing? Tighten up, Qu- sir. Be a professional. Quote, to deliver the highest quality experience to fans, and the extra time will ensure 
delivering an unforgettable experience that fans can enjoy for years to come. End quote. Yay. Anybody playing Sonic Team Racing? No. All right. Probably well, not. For those of you out you there that, um, that wanted to play it, I'm sorry to break your heart that it was delayed. I know a lot of people enjoyed the original. So I don't even remember when they said it was supposed to come out. Well, at um, some point. Uh, yeah. Did you just say at some point? At yeah. some point. And They're at some like, point, it's coming out at some point. At some point, we should have realized that talking about 22 million units for the Switch. Yeah. Was laughable compared to the PlayStation as Chris brought up. Uh, that's because they have passed 85 million. Jesus. Sony has revealed that the PS4 and PS4 Pro have combined sold 86.1 million units as of the end of the company's last fiscal quarter. When was that, John? That's five years. Uh, that's physical. Physical quarter? That says fiscal. Physical. Let's get physical. That says fiscal. Physical. Sony has increased the forecast for PS4 sales to 17.5 million from Ooh. 17 million. That's a 0.5 million upgrade. This uptick can be attributed to an increase of software sales, most notably, notably, uh, <clears throat> most notably from Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Notably. Uh, fiscal. Good for them. The audience got it. You didn't. They it will, was a uh, thing. We did it. You can eat a big fat one. <laughs> I'm sure uh, they'll sell 17.5 million next year too. You think? I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's the people's console. <laughs> the people's console. Just saying. For the common folk. Well, Ooh. speaking of the people's console and the Ooh. games that they have. Yeah, they got they, they got some hits. It sucks. They got some hits. It sucks. They got hits. more games for PlayStation. Hits. Yeah. Those are titles that you can buy for $20. As the article will say. Uh several more games <laughs> have been announced. Um, it doesn't. <laughs> Several more games have been announced to add, to I be added it. to PlayStation Hits roster for once. Beginning November second, the PlayStation Hits line will drop the price for Uncharted: The Nathan Drake's Collection, Nathan Drake mm-hmm. Collection, until dawn. Batman: Arkham Knight, Mortal Kombat right. 10, UFC 2, Need for Speed, and Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor. The PlayStation. You! The PlayStation Boo. Hits program applies to both retail and digital. Yeah, Very nice. Are I, there any? Does anyone really here consider UFC two to be a definitive PlayStation? <laughs> uh, sometimes you would see the the hits come out, and you'd be like, "Huh, huh." So that's a hit, huh? Like everything else, I'm <laughs> like, uh, okay, maybe not Need for Speed either, because that one. Maybe was, not uh, Mortal Kombat X. No, no, that's popular. That's a big okay, okay, popular. Well, you could play as the Predator. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Das ist gut. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Sean. Uh, what? What about if you wanted to play hits from a different generation? Speaking of, of PlayStation <laughs> hits. Uh, and John did that for whoever was reading it because he put the thing there. Um, and then Chris did it too. So thank you guys for the teamwork. Uh, Sony has I was announced. like Pete Sampers. <laughs> Sony has announced a full lineup of games that will be featured on PlayStation Classic. This is big news if you remember. The classics coming out, it's all tiny. They're trying to do like the Nintendo did and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But here are the games. All of these massive classic games. Okay. A lot of good stuff. Here we go. Battle Arena Toshinden. <laughs> cool Borders 2. That game is the jam. Uh, yeah. There's no to, to uh what? Boo. What? <laughs> what were you gonna joke say? failed. <laughs> Boo. How do you like it? <laughs> I I'm booing myself. Boo. Self-discriminate, uh, 
Boom! <laughs> Man, so much this week. Destruction Derby. That's also a jam. Final Fantasy VII. Sucks. Classic jam. Grand Theft Auto. Eh. Intelligent Cube. Jumping Flash. Haven't played it. Metal Gear Solid. Woo! Mr. Driller. That's yeah. what I named my Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I was typing that going, Sean is going to go there. calling him? Um, hey, how you doing? Um, <laughs> speaking of, uh, speaking of the wife and Mr. Driller, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. That's a classic. Uh, Rayman. Love it. Resident Evil Director's Cut. Love it. Revelations Persona. Maybe I'll finally play a Persona game. Ridge Racer Type Ridge 4. Ridge Racer! I love it. Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Yay. Siphon Filter. There it is. There it is, Chris. Tekken 3. Yeah. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Yes. Twisted Metal. How did we not think of that? I don't know. Yeah. But this is, this is solid and, and rounding it up down here in the old W is mm-hmm. Wild Arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a couple of things on this list that aren't on here that I'd like to see, but for the most part, uh, it's, it, it's a pretty solid. It's solid, dude. It's pretty plenty. solid. Like there's some games on here I was reading, like you just can't even get anywhere anymore because the publisher doesn't exist, right? So obviously they had to go to great lengths to secure these properties and, and get them. And it's just really cool. Like I think of things like Cool Borders 2 and Destruction Derby from that era, era. And I do think of PlayStation. Um, and while I'm, I don't know how much either one of those will hold up to the test of time. I think they're important pieces, uh, to video games. Like I said, we'll see how they make these games look. You hope. Then they're not the way your memory, and we say this a lot, the way your memory remembers how a title looks Murmur. doesn't always translate to when you see the actual thing again. The Nintendo games like the 16 bit and the 8 bit games hold up because that's what they are. But now when you start going to like the Nintendo 64 era, the PlayStation original OG era, these things were like polygonal and weird. They were, you thought they looked good, but it was just a mess on the screen. A mess. Yeah, so we'll see. Are you excited about any of them, John? I kind of want to get one now. I, I, this, I, I think I'll pick one up at some point, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not a, it's not that excitement that I had for the. You don't have an emotional attachment to any of these. Well, not even that. It's just, right. um, Why there's got to be so heartless. Oh, you're right. I should shut up. Go ahead. You like Kanye now. <clears throat> Wait, what? <laughs> Sean got the joke. Oh, MAGA. That's all that matters. Um, Super Smash Direct. Hey, was that a... Uh, yeah, it was. Finally this week. Uh, go, John. <laughs> We've been doing this for almost two hours. In so that please. order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, your turn. Uh, uh, go, John. <laughs> Here's cab money. <laughs> Super Smash Direct. Nintendo has announced that there will be a Nintendo Direct discussing more details as if we needed them. I was thinking the same thing, John. On Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. The presentation will stream on November 1st at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. That's early in the morning. Yes. Direct. The Direct will cover roughly 40 minutes of new information. What this else will, could there be? Uh, I think uh, there were some rumors circular, circular, circling, right? Yeah. Circling last week about new characters being introduced. Uh, they talked about it on Nintendo voice chat. I forgot all of them because I just don't 
I don't know. You I don't care. I, none of them Care's registered. The you don't care. Well, none of them registered. You don't care. Yeah. Right. Um, this will also be, look, I was sold when they announced Simon Belmont. I mean, that's where I am. Yeah. So this will also be the final direct before the game launches. Thank God on December 7th, the direct will also follow, be followed. And this is what I care about, Sean, yeah, me by too. Nintendo Treehouse Live to discuss Pokemon. Let's, Let's go, go Pikachu and Eevee, Yoshi's Crafted World and Diablo 3 Eternal Collection, which they reviewed today on IGN. I've referenced IGN several times today. They gave it a it's nine. Like he, yeah. They gave it a nine. Well, uh, we, we peruse the different video game sites that have information. I think it was you much do. lower elsewhere, but <laughs> who knows? How much lower elsewhere? I think like, I, I don't know how many reviews have come out since when you I looked can't at it earlier. You can't do that, Chris. You can't when I say, looked on Metacritic, it was like saying a 71. That's fine. Average, it's, right? it's playable. Is that right? It's great. It's a great poop. I, game. I haven't seen yeah. it. Let's kill and loot while we poop. Anyways, uh, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys uh, want to wrap it. this up? That's Just it. to be That's safe. It. Yeah. Why is that it, Chris? Because we're at 156. Who cares? You can't do that. Is there anything you want to add on Smash for real? Don't Wait. be a Richard, dude. Oh, that's not in Smash? Is there anything I want announced no. for Smash? I mean... Uh, Are you getting Smash? Yeah, I'll probably get Smash. All right. You can't say yeah. You can't come out the gate hot with a yeah. Yeah. And then and then quickly go to... Oh, probably. I mean, like, they've included so much in that game. I, I'm fine. You know, it's, it's right kind now, of, if anything I, look, that's added is just gravy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I agree with that. Bang for your like, buck, man. It's like it's exhausting how many fighters are on there. Yeah, good thing. Is but, it? At the, but at the same time, it's exhausting. What is it like sixty uh, at this point? That's a lot of. Fighters. I think so. Every yeah. Street Fighter, character. but still no, uh, <laughs> still no Waluigi. He's still yeah. He's he's getting added. It's going I, down. He they yeah. That'd be a good that'd be a good added. idea. That would be a big announcement. Right. Hopefully for his his case he does. You want to wrap this up? Never. I didn't shut these blinds. <laughs> what if you had an orgasm like that? What the just, fuck? Am I allowed to say orgasm on the show? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> just, just, just. Uh, if you want to write your thoughts in to Weekly Games Chat, you can do so by writing them to weeklygameschat at gmail.com, just like Toby did. He has quesh. Yes, he has a, he has a quesh. <laughs> Uh, and he writes in and says, this is my first time typing in and I had a quesh. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be gentle. Okay. As I was listening to the past Assassin's Creed Origins episode, it occurred to me that some game series have had dramatic positive changes from the first game to their second. For example, Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. I was wondering what your top three sequels that were better than the original. Sorry if you already talked about it and missed it. Thanks for your time and game on. Game on. Uh, P.S. What? Game song do you use for the podcast? I always the end of the podcast because Chris just omits words from his speaking that you type, (laughs) and I'm I'm here to personally apologize to you, Toby, because Chris, I don't know what his deal is. Um, I can't remember right now. Well, that that's not it because that's John's uh, yeah either timer or ringtone or something else. I think we've said it before on another episode though. Well, maybe you can get back to him on that. Yeah, we can get back to him. I think it's him something. I can't. Don't even. It's like a Japanese name. 
Uh, but it's free to, <laughs> it's free to use. I found it one day and I was like, this is really cool. And I played it for them and they were like, Hey, yeah, I'm down. Let's do this. But maybe if I can find it, I'll, uh, post a link to it on the Twitters for you. Cause I think he wrote this in on Twitter as well. Right, Sean? I don't know. He did. I saw it. I do know, Chris, but I was going to say, you know, be suspenseful for when we talk on, on Twitter and just like when you're talking about BlackRock. Are you going to talk about the three? Yeah. Um, are you going to talk about the three? Yeah, sequels? three, three video games or just, uh, three sequels, um, that are better than the original in my book. Mass Effect 2 is probably the biggest, which is really weird because Mass Effect 1 is also a really great game. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2 is definitely up there for sequels that just completely surprised me. And then I would say, even though it's not from the first to the second, I did play Witcher 2 and I, I enjoyed it, but from that to Witcher 3, Witcher 3 was a mind-blowingly better experience for me. You guys got any? I don't think I've, I don't think I have anything for this one. Well, you don't think like a Halo 2 from a Halo 1? Maybe Dead Space 2 to Dead Space 1, but. Mario 2 to Mario That goes from a game. One. <laughs> no, not right. Mario 2. Uh, Zelda, Link to the Past. I do like Zelda 2 better than the original Zelda. Yeah, mm. but I, but, for some reason, I can't really think of something that's just standing out there other than the Assassin's Creed 2 Ezio introduction from Assassin's Creed 1. For me, that just really stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm lost for anything. I don't know, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> I'm watching Chris try to find a song and, cause he don't, he don't want to have the, the responsibility to get back to this guy after we move on and he's, he's going through his folders and there's a hidden folder that he left we could see it. And he should have done that. And I'm trying to look for it real quick. Um, you you feel that's not it. That that's one of these it. two. That could be it. Let's see. Let's play that. Let's see what happens, huh? Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. So it's the song is called Adventures by A Him to spell it. I own H I M I T S U. Yeah. So Adventures by A. H-I-M-I-T-S-U. It's on SoundCloud. There's no copyright. Yeah. It's no copyright music. Anyways, um, on Facebook. What? Yeah. We have one of those. Yeah. You can find us at Weekly Game Chat on Facebook. I posted our image that hopefully you're seeing this week for the, for the show. And I got two posts on that. And I love, someone loved the image. Why don't you love it, Sean? I don't, I don't have a Facebook. Ouch. I'm you kidding. Get rid of it? And you know I'm lying oh. and you let me lie. Why are you a liar? <laughs> dirty, dirty liar. Uh, first up, Clay wrote in and said, excited for the thoughts. I haven't much time with the game due to having or having to be an adult, Chris. Just want to let you guys, I really enjoy the podcast every week. I listen to every episode since October 2016. You poor soul. Thank you. Uh, you guys feel like a circle of good friends to shoot the, mm, you can't say that we're on the he podcast. Can, he can say that, but he can say we can to shoot that. the poo with Chris. <laughs> also, I'm from Cincinnati and the craft beer scene is outrageous here. I'll send some Cincy love your way oh, for the holiday. Ooh, Clay, that'll be I'll fantastic, that. Clay. Uh, by the time of this reading game on. And great episode as usual. Game on to you, yeah, Clay. Game, game on, Thank Clay. you. Thank you uh, for the listen since 2016, yo. Ever who has written in a good bit. You guys know Ever? Yeah, he yeah. says, I've been playing this game since Thursday, 11 p.m., bought it digital. Took it to work, uh, took off work Friday, took off Monday, 
and still going strong in this game. Hey, I got you, Bia. Took off Tuesday, too, ever. Uh, game of the year contender for me, for sure. May even beat out God of War for me. Yeah. Ooh, that's what a lot of wow. people are saying, man. Sean, what were they saying on uh, the Twitterverse? Well, we had one guy, uh, old at L Paiso Um, He actually created his Twitter account just like you could do if you don't have one and you want to interact. Um, was a new listener and, and wanted to just reach out and say hello. Looks Hello. forward to hearing our um, hearing me butcher his Twitter handle, which hopefully I didn't. Um, also, he we we talked about a couple of things that we tried to correct off air, but him and his girlfriend, oh, I guess that's the code name. Oh, they're expecting their first baby girl end of the year. Yeah. So first of all, congrats, and I did send you some um, some advice because you did ask for advice. Um, basically, I said take pictures, sleep as much as you can because that's going to be golden. Um, and I love diapers and, di- and diaper genies because <laughs> they were the jam. I-, I didn't like germs at the time. I was kind of a germaphobe. <laughs> that's um, funny. But that, that all changed. Um, here we go. So, uh, at Nat underscore the underscore Gooner, this is weird to me because isn't he like in England or something? Uh, yes, I believe right? so. But he sent a picture of Krispy Kreme donuts. Um, the, 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 uh, they're alive edition. So I guess they're all Halloween themed. Ooh. Um, with his copy of Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, and it says, Yeehaw, I will definitely 100% complete one of these two things. Smiley. <laughs> I'm sure it was the donuts if, if I had to guess. Cause, you know, other stuff. True. Uh, I actually put out a tweet about, who was all loving and playing Red Dead Redemption 2 the day after the Red Sox won the World Series, John. That was no shot at you. Um, and we had at Jay, uh, single heart basically liked it and said that there was a reason. Um, I, he loved our guys game on and go socks. I'm the only one here that would say go socks back to you. Ooh. Um, so there, there, there that is. Um, at Mario and Lando, uh, said that, uh, could not wait for our next episode. Um, by the way, what were we reviewing this week? <laughs> Which is funny. That's funny. You know, it's a VR title. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> uh, you know, there's that. Um, at Raymond Price has played 23 hours of Red Dead over the weekend. Um, loving the game, of course. Uh, <laughs> at S10, uh, Draven Kelly was like, I'd be playing if stupid work didn't get in the way. So there's always that. That's always um, a pain. Let me make stupid sure we got capitalism. Oh yeah, I missed that. Thank you. I, I did want to say thank you to um, at David underscore McClendon. He actually mentioned us, and for anyone interest, interested, which was me, uh, GameStop had a deal through this past weekend for a hundred dollars off an Xbox One X um, with Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption Two um, with a big trade in if you're going to trade in another console like an Xbox One S or a PlayStation or something. Yeah, um, you know they're going to have more Black Friday sales, but that was a really really good one. That um, was a good. Oh one. yeah, Tobias. Just like you said, I'm going to like it now. Um, if we see this, what music do we have for the ending? Chris has answered that for you. Um, make sure I got nothing else. You guys are strolling through. What do you want? Facebook? Yeah, Black Am Schiefer. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. It really, <laughs> really is. I think the next things are just a couple of follows I want to put out there. Yeah, we should be good. So now let's go to follows. Yay. Um, I want to go here. I want to go to followers because we got some new ones. At Toxic Toy Box 
<laughs> Thank you for the follow. Following Good you man. back. They have cool stuff for our unique personalities, guys. Um, at 11 Sneaker Freak. That person is a promoter and event planner and father. Always putting God in Instagram or God first. And then they are also on Instagram. So I messed that up. Always putting, putting God, God in Instagram, Instagram first, yo. Um, and at gaming zone AT. This is a German fella. And I know that because it says gaming ist ein market gemeinde mit 3180 something something. And as you can tell, that's not English. It was probably German because he said gaming ist ein. Gaming ist ein. Yeah. So there's that. But, uh, thank you guys for the, uh, that's so awesome. Thank you. Oh, I love it. There was so a, much. a Homer Simpson. You've seen it where he goes in the bush, comes out of the bush as something else. He goes in as a Dodgers fan, comes out as a Rams fan. Cause you know, that whole deal. Uh, but thank you so much for the Here love and support on Twitter. <laughs> I like John's that. laughing cause Chris is doing things where John's not, you know, can't help but laugh cause Chris is a jerk. Um, Chris, I've told him they can find me on Twitter. I thank them for that. And now you tell them once again where they can find us on Facebook or on mail and we'll wrap this thing up. If you want to write into the show, you can do so again by writing into weekly games chat at gmail.com. That's weekly games chat at gmail.com. Obviously, if you want to find us on social media, we're on both Facebook and Twitter, both at weekly games chat. If you like the show, subscribe to us and you'll get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday, though you won't probably get to hear every week is awesome about a game is red dead but you know what we do our best with what we got sometimes we carry it right like when someone talks about things like astro boy um he's completely checked out no, astro boy was a good game no, yeah, he, no, no, no he took kidding. a note of it he took a note of it yeah, and he he'll was kill like, you later it's yeah. like when the recording you're not and you're not riding with me to food i tell you that much <laughs> i'm already in your jeep uh <laughs> <laughs> But if you're there when you subscribe to us on whatever podcast service you use and they've got some sort of rating or review system, you can give us a like, a follow, whatever, five stars, four stars, if it, that's the high, ten stars, if that's the high. And it will help people find the show because that's how those algorithms work on those services. Uh, if you don't like the show, take whatever the score that's the highest is, subtract one, divide it into and then do watch on double it and you will have the official score of hatred that you can give to things you don't like. This is true for everything on the web. I don't know why I just said that because I don't want people. Everything on the web is true. Way. Yeah. So, yeah. It's always factual. Yeah. And I'll never lie. I'll, I'll go and invented the internet. So. That's true because it's on the internet. <laughs> I just say things. Uh, <laughs> uh until next week, See John what the Albert. heck are we going to talk about? I have no idea, uh, but we'll figure something out. We can talk about Castlevania Season 2. Oh, yeah. I'm going to... Uh, man, I'm sick next Tuesday, guys. How did you not watch that Ooh. this weekend? I did. Oh, did you? I just forgot to mention it. That's um, why I just threw that in there. There I'm you go. So there you go. Um, Bye. Felicia. <laughs> uh, Who knows? We'll talk. Oh, there is that Witcher game. I could get that, too. There's stuff. That's a real game. We got stuff. It's not, not, not a thing. We got stuff. Yeah, we'll find stuff. And something. maybe, maybe we'll talk about, didn't know. we do that one time when we didn't have a game? Ooh. We talked about Castlevania. We yeah. did do that. Yeah, we, yeah, we did do that. Season one. Yeah. Who knows? We'll figure something out. But until that time, I will simply say. What episode is this? 177, I think, or 78. It's one or the other. That's a lot of episodes, right? Yeah. Every day, I feel like my beard's getting a little longer and grayer. <laughs> um, you got to give the people what they want, Chris. 
Can you, can, the, can you drop a U on them? Oh, well, I don't know if I can. I can only say that. You <laughs> shall not. <laughs> and then you say the thing about the. the Bring brandy, me the, wood and yeah, oil. And the brandy, brandy something. The brandy brook. What do you say? No, I don't know. I don't know. It comes in pint? I'm something? good, take one. <laughs> oh, Hello, Sam. little masters. Yeah, you're doing old Sam. Doing oh, the Sam. <laughs> Can't don't you leave him, Gandalf. Oh, or, or the end, or the end. Gandalf. 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 <laughs> uh, so I love Kevin that. Smith's take That on only that. counts as one. <laughs> you have to toss me. <laughs> Fuck. I can't make the jump myself. <laughs> Don't tell the elf. <laughs> hey, there's a Legolas something coming out. Speaking of that. Yeah. I don't remember what it is. It may be a Legolas pop or something that's coming out. I'll get that. There you go. It's pretty dope. We'll end on that. Huh? You know what? That's the only pop that can see you from two miles away. So there you go. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. Um, Legolas, until next time. Legolas, what do your Elvis eyes see? <laughs> two miles. <laughs> Walks. <laughs> whatever it is I can't remember uh, until next time I will simply say game on Sean game on Christopher game on John don't ever call it Christopher again sorry little buddy <laughs> game, on say- okay. <laughs> yeah. you, game on John yeah game on Sean game on Chris game on Jonathan chief <laughs> <laughs> your mom's box peace out everybody man F this I'm gonna go play more Red Dead <laughs>